bit Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcasts, okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> It's the Ben's Punani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know let you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind There's a fire starting in my chest It's reaching a fever pitch as I'm reading all this text. Finally, I can see it crystal clear. It has to be a white woman for all you lot to care. See how I'll drag every one of you. Don't underestimate the shit that we've been through. You used to have it all Complicit in fuckery Privilege is right in your hand And you used it to fuck with me Very good. I love the lyrical content in that Thank one. Thank you. I really enjoy the lyrical content in that one. I need. We need Pixie Lot back. What? Pixie Lot. We need her back. You heard me. No. no now you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're playing. I. You have to be playing. I, that one was a joke. Absolutely. Adele. Thank you. I was Adele, scared. I was Adele. Saying, I said, when last did we hear from Pixie Lot? No, but do you know what it made me when you started singing the white woman song? It made me think of Pixie Lot, and I was like, no, she had a good run. Pixie Lot did. Um, my favorite was LAX. That was her in it. Goodbye, my LAX. Um, was it? I think, no, yeah, I think that was her. Didn't yeah. she do? Um. Do you know what? I don't and remember. And if she had another ballady type of one, one as well. Lot. I don't remember one Pixie Lot song. Pixie Lot had, had bops and she used to like like her little white girl hot pants. Like she had bops. I'll give that. I'll give her that. Like yeah. I, I appreciate what she contributed to the, 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 the rain, culture. The rain didn't last very long. Though, no, but you know, then when it, it's white girls, they kind of go away for a bit and then sometimes they decide to come back. So Make a little, little comeback. Yeah, so she might come back as, I don't know, Pixie Lenoir. Yeah, <laughs> she'll, she'll be back. We'll Pixie see. <laughs> But um, yeah, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What, that's right, Suck Your Mum. And it's me, Kalechi, in a blood clot place to be. With me, Sadie. And yeah, another week. It's been a hell of a week. We just have to, you know what, I just think we have to get into it before... um, I don't know. No, let's, you know what? Let's do the tarot. Let's get the tarot out of the way because I think it's going to help with quite a lot of things. So let's mm. do the tarot, get the tarot out of the way. And then and we the, can bring them. And, and, and then really bring everything together because yeah. there is a lot that needs to be done here. So based on everything that's happening at the moment, I just, um, I've actually done two card pulls, two sets of card pulls. And for one, uh, for once in my life, I found someone who needs me. Um, no, I've done once in my life. I've done a card pull specifically for white women. I know the world is upside down. Um, it's card pull specifically for white women because I know guys. Th- sorry, you should have had her mumbling <laughs> as she was talking to this bitch. She was like, "Tell me what messages for the white women." <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was like, "Oh my god, 
<laughs> what is this tarot about to say? I'm sorry, go on, <laughs> But yes, message for the white women and then message for everybody else. Um, um, yeah, message for everybody else. And by everybody else, I'm not talking about white men. I'm literally talking about literally everybody else. Um, white men are just, I don't have time right now. Um, so white women, you've been doing a lot. You've been doing a lot the past few days. In fact, you've been doing a lot for centuries, but let's just focus on the past few days, right? Because obviously some really, really tragic things have happened in terms of um, Sarah Everard, God rest her soul. Um, But then on the other end of the spectrum, we're also seeing people like Sharon Osbourne who are moving absolutely mad and Mm. other women who have um, been moving mad in the same vein, um, Davina McCall, lots of these things. So this reading at the moment... It's just focusing on kind of like we're we're seeing something happening with white womanhood, right? And I mentioned it when I tweeted. I said I would like to know the exact around the time that we were introduced to the constructs of white womanhood, um, because I want to kind of see how it charts um and astrologically, because there's a reckoning going on, unlike any other that white women have faced before. They're being faced with their own complicity in a way that they've never been faced with it before. And it's happening on a grand scale, right? Even when we're hearing about, oh, Kate made Megan cry, it wasn't the other way around. Them sorts of things that we're, we're starting to see, the things, the underhanded things that white women have been doing behind the scenes or the ways that they've been happy to uphold so heartily and um, white supremacist patriarchy, everything's coming now to the fore. So I know that some women, um, some white women who are like, oh, you know, I, I, I'm for the cause and da 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 they're having a hard time because they're not sure how to navigate all of this. Um, and so I, I guess it's really, really fucking with them. So I'm trying to understand really where we go from here. What is the message that a spirit really has when it comes to white women and what they, I feel like this message is really like what they go towards doing for the rest of the year. But let's say, for instance, that we're saying that this is what white women that have sense need to do going up to summer, Right let's go with that but really i feel like the energy is for the whole year and um yeah so the cards that came out are as follows we've got the queen of wands in reverse we've got the uh two of pentacles uh we've got the queen of pentacles in reverse we've got the five of pentacles in reverse we've got the knight of pentacles we've got the um nine of pentacles and then we've got the full card it's interesting that is so much earth energy in terms of the coins but literally i think that if we take it literally it's about money financially the cost of what um it means what's what's the cost of white women divesting from white supremacist patriarchy when actually the construct of white womanhood is intrinsic to the upholding of white supremacist patriarchy how does one navigate that and so i tweeted something about um audrey lord saying that the master's tools will not never dismantle the master's house right and um audrey lord when audrey lord said that she was talking about you know in the grand scheme of things but i've taken that to in this situation to look at how white womanhood is literally a construct of white supremacist patriarchy and if um white women continue to um, ascribe to the requisites of what it means to be um, a member of white womanhood as a construct they will never be able to um they will never be able to dismantle the system the way that they claim in all their higgy hack of feminism they will not be able to and they'll be unable to and so I wrote that and some 
one commented people just bear away with comments but i'm taking that to be because of new moon in pisces like people will see your tweet and then not read it properly or not use sense so some people are like oh it's no they'll be unwilling no no, no i'm talking about the white women who feel who feel like they want to be able to do this but as long as you are taking on signifiers of what it means to be white woman then you will struggle to be able to um to deal with this situation i'm not talking about those there are some who are willing but really they will un- until they address what it means to be white and woman, nah, it's going to be a mad thing. So, um, yeah, anyway, so the advice as I see it is this, boom, Queen of Wands. <laughs> I, Cleona Nicole Black comes to my mind when I, whenever I see Queen of Wands because she always, she always feels like the Queen of Wands is bad mind. So it's funny that the Queen of Wands comes out here um, as the first card and it comes out in reverse because it, it to me, it really speaks to um, stopping your underhanded ways right um stopping this kind of damsel in distress narrative um and stop being the gatekeepers for what it means to be woman um because that's what a lot of white women are you're like your gatekeepers to womanhood and that's why you'll say to you you know they'll give speeches and say oh it's time for all the other women of color or whatever whatever to come and support us women like you don't you don't ever add white in front of your woman you just see yourself as woman it's everybody else that has to have a prefix before their woman to 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 buy into that club and so you have to stop being the gatekeepers of womanhood because this is why you're getting fucked right now in terms of look at how the police were moving mad and and so many white women were shocked like oh my god the police behave like this yeah see the moment that the, the moment society starts treating you man like black people suddenly suddenly you realize that there is an issue with the system and you've been we've been telling you we've been telling you for literally centuries but because the system benefited you and it made you feel like you were being protected when actually you were just seen as property you were happy to go along with it and so now that you're being shown that actually after it's fucked with everybody else, it will have no choice but to come and fuck with you because it, it devours everything in its path. And you will be one of the things that this um, supremacist um, system ends up devouring. So I know that some people are conflicted, two of pentacles, they're in two minds. Like, how do I go about this? How do I go about things without lo- losing the things that I care about? Queen of pentacles in reverse. And the fact of the matter is you have to be willing to go out in the cold and you have to be willing, five of pentacles in reverse, you have to be willing to lose some some shit. If you're really about it, about it, you need to understand that by stepping into your truth, like you're going to lose people, you're going to lose family, you're going to lose friends. Heck, some of you might even lose partners. But the fact of the matter is, if you're about this life, if you're truly about this life and you're not just here to try to get some woke um, cookie points and everyone to pay and um, pay, praise you like that white woman that's got her book white fragility and now she's got what nice racism or whatever the fuck she's called it she's out here making bank off what black women have said for centuries decades like black women have been talking she comes through as a white woman spouts off at some of the things that black women have been saying black people have been saying and she's getting paid like what six times more three times more than the average black person would get paid to speak at events and things like that because people want to hear things from palatable voices and people want to hear it primarily from white women you could have been telling them all of this shit before but once a white woman says it wow suddenly it's level suddenly it's bars so it's interesting that we see queen twice in the top row of this reading because it means also stepping down 
from this pedestal that white supremacist patriarchy has pe and placed you on because it only placed you there as an oppressive force for other people. Like you man did own slaves, whether you like to admit it or not, you lot did own slaves. Separate to being a wife of, uh, of um, a slave owner, you in your own right also own slave and um, also own slaves historically. So it's about looking at the ways that you've been actively complicit. I don't want to hear none of this more passive shit like, oh, it's, oh my God, white men, am I right? No, you are wrong. You are wrong because it wasn't just white men. It was all of you together, together. So stop passing it off on your brothers, your fathers, your uncles. Take ownership of the fact that you are also part of this very violent system. And because it never turned its eyes on, on you, you were fine, but now it's ready. Now, so you need to be ready also. And so then we see the Knight of Pentacles comes out at the bottom of the deck. And I think that this is interesting that this card comes out now because it makes me think about the fact that some of you will be offered situations where it's just like, oh, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do this. Come on. You know, oh, you, you know, I understand. I understand that you want change. How about we do this really cool, like, um, for, for International Women's Day 2022, we can do like a really cool event and you can share your views or why don't you collaborate with this organization and then you can share your views and you can be feisty and punchy. They're lying. They're lying. What they'll do is water down your message and before you know it, you're fucked yet again. So when you're offered things, you're going to be offered things as a way to pacify you, to stop you from going forward with the stuff. And it's going to look like progress. And I promise you it's not. Because while any person of colour is being harmed, especially in the more marginalised, in the cross-sections um, and intersections of those identities, when we're talking about disabled people, when we're talking about LGBTQ plus communities, when, when if they are being harmed still, while you are thinking that you're making progress, you've made no fucking progress. So you just need to remember that. And then we've got the nine of pentacles here as well. And I think that what this is saying really is that some of you need to start getting used to sharing your resources. Not every time is it you that needs to be front and center. Yes, you might also know the things, but you know, the, probably the reason that you know the things is because a black woman taught you the things. So maybe go and find a black woman to take your place because it, it really is about giving up a lot of the privileges that you've been so used to having. And then you will see then that you'll find wealth in other ways. I'm not one to come and just vilify all of you, man, and say that all of you are one and the same. But as as long as you exist within the construct and you're happy to um, participate and perform what's required of you within the construct of white womanhood, we're going to have problems. So the last card that you then get, if you are able to do all of this, if you're able to take all of this information and advice on board, you've got the full card. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning for you, man. And you're going to, I keep saying man, but you know what I mean? It's gender neutral in this way. But it's going to be a new beginning for the women who have existed within the construct of white womanhood. Yeah. And, and have been harbored there um, or held hostage in some situations for some of you. But more time, some of you, most of you were happy to be there. If you're um, able to um, start looking at the ways that you can um, divest from Higi Hagar, and from um, oppressive dynamics, what you'll find is that there is a new beginning and you'll actually finally, full card here, you'll finally be able to smell the roses because a lot of you have been um, existing, but you have not been living. And so, um, because the the the, the shackles, uh, and I use that and I hate it instantly because in no way were you slaves in the way that black women were slaves. But the things basically that held you um, and within your role within white womanhood and thus white supremacist patriarchy disallowed you 
from truly feeling and 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 also ill-equipped you to have conversations about the suffering and the um the the lived experiences that other people are having outside of your immediate experiences once you're able to do this you'll actually be able to live and thrive and 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 it's not going to be easy but it, you open up a portal for your um descendants that they don't have to be bogged down with all of this fuckery like if you're going to make change you have to really really make change i'm not talking about those that fucking stupid allyship shit i'm talking about real real change this is where this is where it happens um and then the next card you get from the okana deck oh i had to stretch my legs out there because i went for a 10 mile run and i did not stretch half the so I hope I don't get a cramp. But if I suddenly start screaming, it's not because white women are pissing me off. It's because my leg hurts. Um, so plenty is the card you get from the Okana deck. And it says here, a trifle grows where nothing else will sprout. It says um, shadow element. Even though you may have accomplished much in life, your yearning for more wealth, not specific to money, fuels your fire to your own detriment. And that is interesting because it's it's interesting that this says you're yearning for more wealth. And we've got the nine of pentacles here. And I told, told you that you can't hoard wealth and you've got to start redistributing your resources. Right. Because. Some women swear that they want to dismantle patriarchy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But actually what you just want is to take the place of your fathers and your uncles. Like Alice Walker said, you don't actually want to dismantle the thing. You just also want to be, um, you know, oppressors yourself and in, in a larger scale in the way that white men are. Um, it goes on to say, many people get the verse, money is the root of all evil, completely wrong. It's not money that is the root of all evil, because the full quote is, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which means that the love of it, the greed, is the problem. This card is for the success junkies and the social validation hoarders. Whew. I'm sure you've seen rise and grind and the millionaire mentality motivational quotes littered across your feed, informing you that unless you are building immeasurable wealth or social status, that sometime, somehow your life is wasted. But what does that mean to be obsessed with success? It goes beyond being comfortable. It is a means of validating your entire existence. If you are in a constant state of acquiring new wealth, material trophies and status... This card suggests that you are currently getting lost in the rat race of perceived success, even if it's just a means to prove that you can do it. If you came from meager means and want to be a somebody, your guides are asking you to establish why you feel this is this need to run the never ending race or establish your own definition of personal success outside of manufactured abundance, such as money, material goods, social media applause, external praise et al. And I feel like that's so relevant for white women. Like, I feel like that dragged you in the way that I never could. But, um, you know, it was it needed to be said and don't get me wrong I know that so many of you are feeling so raw at the moment with what's happening with Sarah Everard so I'm in no way trying to chastise you while or kick you as it were proverbially while you're down that is not it but I'm just noticing for instance certain behaviors like some men are using hashtag say her name when you know that say her name was started because black women when they are killed we never hear their name said especially when it's police brutality we never hear their name said and they are forgotten so it's very very insensitive to now go and co-opt somebody else's hashtag and then you man are quoting asata shakur have you helped her in cuba have you have you no no she's thought seen as a terrorist in the eyes of the u.s for just wanting rights for black people i mean let us be serious right now even in your grief you're still violent you're still taking things that's not cool it's not okay it's not all right and then your last card is 
just because other people are moving mad doesn't mean you need to join in. And I think then that's speaking about white supremacist patriarchy. Like, just because you've ridden with it for this long doesn't mean that you can't get off the ride at any point. You can get off the ride. In fact, you can go and take all your people off the ride and and brock up the ride. Yeah, you can. But that's on you to do. You know, I that that's how I see it anyway. So that's the reading for the white women then. Pack those cards up. <laughs> that one definitely so what's the advice for everybody else then i'm just bringing our cards forward the advice for everybody else during this time who feel very very triggered by what they're seeing online and you know this is in terms of even uh what's her name sharon osborne shat shouting at cheryl underwood um educate me educate me me then 65 65 years of our age wow um so we've seen a lot this week that would have set a lot of us off right and so it's like what is the advice for spirit right this moment just to navigate this time as we're seeing everything happening i know that it can't feel nice i know it didn't feel nice for me seeing how the national press um even at some point international press can cover the um murder of sarah everard and um, where even before we found out that you know that she was indeed murdered and it was by a policeman well allegedly so far he's been in charge for the murder but before that and when she was missing um she was still getting coverage in a way that black people black women have not received and i just thought wow you know, I'm seeing all of these um, infographics that suddenly white women are able to make out of nowhere and all the volume that they're able to create. And I'm thinking, so all this time you had the volume, you just didn't want to use it because you didn't think it was worth it for the people that we have been shouting about. So that part was heartbreaking. And so for some people that can bring up feelings of like, um, you know, more personal feelings of feeling looked over, of feeling un, um, unprotected. Um, and so I just thought, let's pull cards to, to, to look at the healing during this time or how we can best like preserve our energy and our emotional integrity during this time. And the first card that comes out is the four of pentacles. And I think that this is interesting because it's more about guarding your um, the things that you already have, right? So it's interesting how pentacles comes up quite a bit. It came up quite a lot for white women. And then we've just got one, um um, card here with pentacles but i think it's speaking to that it's speaking to the fact that we have to be more um uh we have to be more discerning about where we are expending our energy so i'm not just reading this as um literally money i'm looking at where how are we expending our resources you can't come and kill yourself to start explaining things to white people that you've been explaining for 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 ages right that's for me i can use myself as an example all of the sky news cnn bits that i've gone and done i personally know my limits yeah i don't have anything to promote i don't have a book out i don't have it so i don't have any um reason that any publicist for instance will be forcing me to go on show after show i just wanted to go onto the platforms um that i knew had plenty of people to tell them the one truth that needed to be told which is your monarchy is crumbling and i for one i'm i'm here for it yeah and you need to hear that from a bad man's mouth yeah so that's all i was really there for and once i feel like i've delivered my message i'm not now going to stay and just for, for the sake of it because that i need me you know my son needs me all of that my family needs me i need me primarily though so for that reason i have to think about where i'm expending my energy to be able to do the both of the cnn interviews for instance i had to be up at 2 a.m because um i was going to be interviewed by don lemon at 4 a.m 
or like 4.40. And then a few hours, well, hours after that at um, 3.30 p.m. to be interviewed by another show, um, another CNN show. So that day, that Friday, I virtually got no sleep. I was absolutely wrecked. I still feel wrecked. And I know that even that is playing with my mood as well as some family news that we received, but it's playing with my mood. So I know that I'm just not the one that anybody wants to come and try with nonsense at this specific time. But I don't want to exist in, on that frequency where I'm touchy, where I'm irritable, where I'm pissed off just because I'm tired, you know? So that means that I now know that, oh, this is the point where I tap out because there's nothing for me to benefit from. And actually all of it is a circus and everybody is being used in one way or another. You just have to make sure that while you're being used, you use the user to get what you need and then you keep it moving, right? So that's why um, we've got the four of pentacles. We're being told to be very, very careful where we're using our energy. Some of you um, in the day to day, you might have white friends that suddenly start coming to you and be like, but I don't understand. Megan doesn't even look black. So well, how could it possibly be racist how she's been treated? And Piers Morgan, he made some great points about the pandemic. Like explain to me why you think that it's, um, you know, racist how he's treated Megan. And basically they want you to be their teacher. And I implore you, I, I beseech you, please tell them to fuck off because I'm sure you've explained it to them many times before or you've showed them in different ways that you could direct them to resources, but it's not for you to now come and teach everybody just because they've decided that they're going to listen for five minutes because yet again, racism is still about, yeah, you lot thought that you combated it with your um, Avengers Assemble Black Squares and yet racism is still here. So what now? So that's why we've got the Knight of Wands. Once you're able to um, balance where you're expending yourself, you've then got the energy to go towards where the real fight is. And where is the real fight in terms of that Knight of Wands energy? We're going towards the King of Cups. Yeah, or we're going away. When this, when I look at it in this way, we're moving away from the King of Cups. But really, we're going to where the real fight is. But for when I'm thinking about um, femmes or people who um, date um, cis het men, um, you're moving away from being so emotionally invested in what men are doing. You're moving away from like forming your whole identity around how you are perceived by men. So, and I think that that is important as well. Like being able to move yourself away from how you are perceived by men and how you're perceived by this um, predominantly white society that um, some of us are living in. Um, that's important. We're, we're moving towards, we're moving towards being able to fill our own cup. We're moving towards not needing validation from institutions that really, really don't benefit us. I think the other day I must have tweeted about, um, I think I tweeted about um, people with MBEs and OBEs, etc. How do you feel now knowing that the Royal Family have made comments about Archie's skin colour? And lo and behold, somebody quote tweeted wanting to write their own thing about, well, while people should be able to get awards and not feel guilty, they should be able to get national and uh, national awards and not feel guilty. I didn't even respond. I just read it and I said, because... If you want to be mad, be mad. But me, I'm not joining you in madness. The, the title is literally member of the British Empire. I don't I don't know what more I need to explain. And they were tr doing the most to kind of explain their point. And while you might have a point in this situation, this is not the point. OK, so I, I just I just ignored. And that's what I've been doing with a lot of you. Some people have been message, um, tweeting, messaging. I just ignore it because I'm just like, you're trying to validate something to yourself that it's not for me. It's not my battle. So I've just got to let you do that. Um, 
And then the card that we get after that is the star card. And it's beautiful because I'm using the after tarot deck as well as the Lisa Star Modern Witch tarot deck. And the star card, we see the figure um, in the after tarot deck. They're no longer just kneeling by the water. They've jumped into the lake and they're pouring the water over themselves and they're pouring it into the ground. And it's going on to various places and roses seem to be spouting from or sprouting from the ground. And why I think that this is beautiful is because you need to bathe yourself you need to bathe yourself in the heavenly love that surrounds you. Yes, a baby girl went on to CNN and said, I'm divinely protected. I'm a baby girl and nobody can beat me up because I need for the world to know that when it comes to us, when it comes to us, God does not play about us. We've, we, we were never meant to survive, right? In the litany for survival, we were never meant to survive. Yet here we are. Here we fucking are. And so for that reason, bathe yourself drench yourself in the knowing that you are divinely loved you are divinely protected and no matter what's going on right now i promise you it's happening so we can have something that feels more equitable that is more equitable that will benefit you and your life will truly thrive not that it's going to be comfortable but that's where we're headed and then the next card that comes outside um comes after that is the two of wands here we see like a white man and a white woman holding the world in their hands and they're looking forward and um, I read this in a number of ways in that we're drenching ourselves, but also we're taking our world back from the white man and the white woman who are holding it. The, the, the idea of what we have, you know, when it comes to living in um, um, countries that um, have benefited off um, being uh, off the empires that they've had of rape, pillage, theft, all of that. We're taking our world back from them, you know. So as they hold it in their hands between the two of them in the after tarot deck, we're taking that world back. We're taking our world back and we're thinking about how a new world can exist and what can benefit us as a whole. And then the warning that we get at the end of that is the seven of cups because there's there's always going to be some people who um really want to um take take the piss out of this time, right? You can see it even happening with the people that are being brought sorry, um, are being brought onto the news. It's like, it's like a free for all people who don't have the range, people who, um, will be, um, antagonistic to the rest of the black community on any other day are being wheeled out onto the news and being asked their opinion. I'm so sorry. I believe that, yeah, we should all be able to share our opinion, but sometimes some of you, you should just keep your, um, your opinions in your WhatsApp groups. That's how I feel about it. And so I think that's why we get the seven of cups here, because it's about understanding that, um, so much will seem to come forward in terms of what we're offered um, because of the things that we're doing, because of the ways that we're moving um, um, with, you know, people come forward and be like, I love what you're doing there being so like, again, kind of the same thing I said for white women, like someone will come along, people will come along and be like, oh, I love what you're doing there. Oh my God, you're so principled. You're so this. Yes, yes, yes. Why don't you come and do this with our um, organization or our corporation? And they'll basically try to absorb your energy absorb all of it and then bring out some fuckery that looks like they're being progressive but they're not doing anything at all i've experienced it with certain brands but i just feel like you know what i've just i've i've used your platform to do what i need to do anyway and i'm moving on from there and then the card that we get from the okana deck is reconcile love yourself for only then can you love others i know some people find that rhetoric rather higgy but let's see what the um the advice is around it where is it here? Reconcile. Can I say, oh, reconcile number nine. I like that number. Number nine. Um, it says here, 
shadow element, allowing reconciliation of failed interpersonal relationships to commence out of a need for outside acceptance or outright refusal to be alone in the healing process, when in fact the need is to be more concerned with accepting oneself. It goes on to say, there always comes a time when we are given a chance to break away from unsavory relationships with love interests, friends, family dynamics, but we struggle to cut the cord of codependency. um, Dependency on what exactly? Could be obligation to family, unresolved spiritual ties to past lovers, or just inability to exist in solitude in order to mend what has harmed us within our and within these interactions this card suggests that you struggle with your need to reconcile toxic relationships before healing due to some arbitrary entitlement someone has with inserting themselves into your life or your dependency on that relationship to feel valid loyal or discomfort from disconnecting it suggests your ability to only recount the good times with someone you're struggling to love from a distance to justify keeping that parasitic connection alive and well feeding on your spirit and ultimately your growth why do you stick around when you know it's not working this is not working i think that that's important as well um what parasitic makes me think of the monarchy right in this case and i see like sometimes we're having discussions and people are talking as if like the monarchy is separate to the individuals who are in it and i just think like nah they're literally part of the system so if we're talking if we've got to talk it let's talk it in it like let's talk about all of it and also how everybody wants to rush to healing before they've done the actual work what the fuck and i know it's uncomfortable i know it's uncomfortable and even sharon osborne tried to write it in her stupid little press release after she was behaving like a mad woman um about oh we all need to do healing no 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 you need to go and do your healing we will do our healing over here i can hear an airplane i think yeah going overhead but anyway um it's the same thing where with when like uh, a policeman murders a black person right and then people um, and instantly the family's wheeled out and they're like oh i forgive them i forgive them it's that rush i'm not saying that they can't forgive but i'm saying it's the quickness with which they're brought out to say that we forgive because there's this um preoccupation with healing and coming together and being together when actually no we haven't discussed what tore us apart in the first place let's start there and so let everyone take accountability for the ways that they have fucked up and then we can go from there otherwise it's all lies it's literally all lies and then the last card is trust yourself i know so many of us have felt at so many times that we are mad don't get it don't ever get it twisted so many people say oh you look so confident you look so poised when you're on the news and when you're all of it and when you're doing all of these things inside my head a million things are rolling the entire time i'm talking a million things are happening in my head but i always remind myself that i trust myself and i trust that i am a vessel for spirit for the divine force that keeps us all here, that keeps us suspended in space and all of that, I trust that this force will not lead me astray and will use me to speak the truth that will go on to live past me when I'm gone and all of that stuff, right? So I feel like all of us need to trust ourselves more. You're not mad. You're not mad. The system is wild and the system wants you to think that you're mad so you never um, have the confidence to be like, I don't want to be part of this anymore. And that's why it's important not in all things, trust yourself. My baby girls, my baby boys, my baby non-binaries, trust yourself. Do not let these people take you for idiot. Yeah. And that's that. That's the tarot. I'm definitely not getting taken for an idiot. (laughs) Tell you that. Tell you that. It's been wild. It's been wild. Terrible, terrible week. I hope that the message really resonates with some of the white women. And yeah. I like that you mentioned um, 
about this era ever right? because that's absolutely devastating and I know loads of people are feeling I know loads of people are feeling a type of way about that which they should of course yeah yeah definitely they should um they should it's it's horrible it's really really horrible and well, well we'll discuss further we'll discuss further anyway let's take a quick break so i can big up this week's um sponsor who are better help be right back woo 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 better help are here as always to support the people them and um they want you to know that they're available so is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals um whether that's divesting from white supremacist patriarchy i don't know but whatever is stopping you just know that better help is there to literally help and that's better help that's better h-e-l-p they're there to help. Um, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counselling done securely online. There are a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you. The service is available for clients worldwide and you can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counsellor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses back. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in uncomfortable waiting rooms as with traditional therapy and anyway, there's social distancing. So, maha. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counsellors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counselling and um, financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit their website and read their testimonials. Um, that's betterhelp.com slash reviews. Um, and yeah, visit betterhelp.com slash your mind. That's betterhelp.com forward slash your mind and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health and they're trying to live their best life. Um, and yeah, they're still recruiting. From what I read here, they're still recruiting additional counselors um, in America because they're based in America. And this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Say Your Mind listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash your mind. I know some of you have been using the um the offer and i think that that's amazing so if you need support at this time you know that that's there for you too so that's that let's get to share your magnificence even before getting to share your magnificence no we just need to talk about the well it's magnificent in and of itself really let's talk about the oprah interview oh were you silent or were you silenced <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you Oprah has played that back so many times that she's like, yes, I yes, did it. Fucking did that. That was it. That was it. Fucking that was the that. one. We did it, Joe. Honestly, I mean, I don't know. Say just before, just say what you want about your criticisms about Oprah. She knows how to interview. That woman is an interviewer. She knows how to interview. And I think there is a certain skill, like the sort of interviews we see nowadays, the person's got a huge file in front of their face yeah. and they keep looking up and down. Yeah. The sort of interviews Oprah, like you could tell she did some studying yeah. before so Her that research team is mad. Her research yes. team is mad. I'm surprised that they didn't bring up like Megan's blood type. Like, yes. They're, they're, they yeah. had, they were in their bag. I really like, obviously it's terrible that she had to go through all of that, but just... From uh, an uh, from an audience member point of view, just witnessing that interview was great. Like just to see how Megan just was so comfortable in speaking about the truths. Do you know what it is? Was what, what I also find funny as well is Oprah being like a Nigerian mum in a way. <laughs> you know when you tell a Nigerian mum something and they already like they 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 know. Yeah. And then 
maybe they're in front of people and they give a really fake reaction. Yes, yeah. That is Oprah. Because <laughs> Oprah knew about that dark skin baby coming. Yeah. And she before. wanted them to say it. She wanted them to and say it. And she led them to it. What? 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 I'm sorry, I can't believe this right now. <laughs> they said what? About Archie? Oh my God. But it's... um. Yeah, I mean, what did you take from it? The interview? Well, I mean, just, I don't even know where to start. Okay, I think for me, I definitely realised kind of how naive Megan was. I mean... Naive or ignorant? Both. A bit of both. A bit of both. I don't know. I don't want to say anything to... It's not... I hope it's not insulting, but I just kind of thought she was a little bit smarter than that in the interview. I still, still still think she's a very intelligent woman, but I just thought she would be a bit quicker than... But also remember that there is a PR team around all of this oh, as well. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. And it also makes me think there's a PR team around all of this and they still mention Archie's. That You could tell that comment, that she, she, that comment really pissed her off. No, but that needed to be part of the narrative because this is them kind of saying, like, this is what happened and they're challenging the British press in in that way. Um, the naivete, I think she, she they they amped it up a bit in order to... And I, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. You know, I do not I'm hate it at all. Yeah. Because I think that, yes, um, um, women with a proximity to blackness in terms of, you know, um, Megan being a biracial woman and being racialized as black within the American space, right? When we're talking about it in that way, I feel like, yes, black women should be able to have access to naivety in a way that we are denied, right? So if she wants to um, say that, you know, and what we're portraying, I'm just folding my legs, if, she, what, if, what, if what's being portrayed to us is that, yeah, they did this to me, yeah, you should also be able to be the damsel in this case, yeah? So if that's what you want to go with it, I'm with you on that because why should you have to be the one that had your wits about you, you know? And what they were very much giving us is that it was a whirlwind love story, and 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 I buy it. I can. It, it feels to me like they definitely, definitely love each other. I just feel like I was a bit frustrated by the quote unquote naivete that she was putting forward. To me, it was an ignorance. Like, oh, I never looked him up. I never looked Harry up. I never looked the family up. Okay, cool. But the fact is, you do know that they're the monarchy, right? And you do know that it's Britain, and you do know that they're a colonial force. So you were happy to. You were happy to be part of that. And you were saying, I wanted to make them proud. It was that I wanted to make them proud. I wanted to be of service. Like, use me, use me. I want to be, yeah. And I just thought, are you all right? And these are the kind of things that I wouldn't say in mainstream press because I know that they're mad and I know that they're out for blood when it comes to Megan. But I just think that we have to have balanced conversations about these things. And I would not be doing... Um, the I would not be doing the service that I've committed myself to in this life if I was to come on here and act like everything's hunky-dory. As far as I'm concerned, yes, we can have the conversation about the horrendous way that um, Harry and Meghan were treated by the royal family, right? Definitely, let's have that conversation. At the same time, we can have the conversation about the fact that they're still representatives of the monarchy, and yes. so when they're talking about, oh, they went on tour to South Africa and da 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 yeah, all of these places that violence have been wielded on um, black people. And then Megan's there talking about, oh, you know, representation, right? So I just wanted them to see like a princess that looks like them. You do not look like them. Don't, you don't look like them. So don't, don't try them things that you do not look like them. And we don't need representation in a, in, in, in a bloodthirsty, parasitic force. We don't, we don't need representation there. But love think, love who you love, but don't come and sell me representation. Right. And I think that's what's so interesting about the whole thing, right? I I feel like both Harry and Meghan didn't actually realise how much race would be a factor. I think Harry didn't want to say it in the interview, but I think what he what he actually the way he feels is that he didn't know Meghan was black when he fell in love with her. You think so? 
I don't think Meg, I don't think Harry knew Megan was black when he fell in. No way. No way. Not on that first date. Probably even maybe after the first date. Probably when they got comfortable with each other. I think she probably popped out with it and like, you know, this is my mum or whatever. But I, I genuinely don't think Harry saw Megan and saw a black or a mixed race person, even at that. All right, but, a white woman. but then so then by that you're saying that then when it was like oh we're going to introduce her into the British public that they're not going to pick up on that blackness straight away and thus they will not get moved mad towards her. Yes, and he even made a comment. He was like, um, I didn't think. She, he, they said, oh, did you think she would be accepting? And he was, and he was like, oh, better than I thought. And they both laughed. Yeah, by the family. So you know your family's racist, and that's another yeah, thing I wanted so... to say. Like, why are you as white people bringing your black um, partners, friends, whatever, bringing them in to come and meet your family? So you said you, you, you were. She was received better than you expected. Right. So you were expecting that's, them that's to once he found out she was black, right? Yeah. But and um, but you were hap- you were ready for her to meet. So you know your family's racist. Yep. Basically, is my point. You know your family's racist, and and again, I just think it's interesting that we they didn't touch on his problematic um things that he did when he was younger, like he when he dressed dressed up in that Nazi outfit and things like and that. He, and he said nigger. Yeah, and like he's gone like oh he's addressed it, but I just think that it should have also been mentioned in the interview because you can't say all of them man did all of this without saying that, you know, I've also grown and I've learned since. And and so some of my past behavior I'm ashamed of and, but I'm, I now realize that I have to do better. Maybe he's talked about it in other interviews and things like that. So whatever, but I just think that Oprah being with Oprah on such a large scale, he should have also addressed it then. Yeah. I do, I feel like, but I think, I think, I, well, she did say it was a three hour interview and they had to cut it down to an hour. And there's been some unreleased clips that they've been kind of putting out there. But I think just in terms of the, the story that's got going on right now, I think it was totally, totally fine for him to point fingers the way he was because like for someone to make that comment i would have preferred if he went all the way if he just told us who made the comment but they couldn't then because then there'll be defamation they'll be liable they'll be going back and forth back but and even forth. you're saying that but the royal family didn't even deny it the royal family said um recollections may vary <laughs> and that's that, that was a shock to me because there was it was not an outright denial and i think there was they were very careful in not, not denying, denying it, it. yeah. Because they, I, I think they learn from other people's mistakes. When you deny it too quickly, sometimes evidence can pop up. Yeah, no, and they've got evidence, they, and that, and that's yeah. the very much the evidence. Um, that's yeah. the energy that they gave me in that interview. Like, yeah. if any of you are ready to say we are lying, receipts is what we've got. Receipts, and my name is Megan, the winner in court. Yeah, <laughs> I will. <laughs> that is what she is. She's Megan, the British press slayer. So you want to try her, and she'll take you motherfuckers to court she's again. Down, and do you know what I love about Megan is that she's taken down Britain. In soft voice yes she's saying you you don't you don't you don't you can love kate you don't have to hate me yeah she held on to her baby bump and she yes, dealt with you but with that said though i do hope she's on bed rest right now no she needs to rest any, because any good yeah. doctor would, would recommend what was hilarious hilarious to me was when um oprah was like so you don't you don't read the tabloids you don't read any news about yourself she was like no i don't i don't i, I it would just be too much okay well i i've got <laughs> i've got a whole folder <laughs> Of tabloid news, I'm going to tell you what what you what what they've said about you. Oh, Megan reads it. Megan of course reads it. She, she does. She, I didn't appreciate that line. Megan reads it because that avocado one definitely pissed her the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. She reads. She reads it. She knew about the um Kate um about them lying about Kate making about yeah. her making Kate cry. Yeah. She definitely reads it. Like it I, gets back to her. If anything, it gets, it gets back, back to her. her yeah. I, I don't know. I just I think I can't put myself in her shoes. Like for someone who actually has some anxiety issues, I can't actually put myself in her shoes. I think to myself, how would you? The world, the whole world's on fire right now because of you. Yeah. And she's just there 
I'm just like, no, nah, I really, any good doctor will tell her to, you need to be on bed rest for the whole of your pregnancy. Do not watch the news. Yeah. I'm hearing that she's sending out cease and desist. She's, she's, she had complained about peers. I think a lot of this is being done for her, but yeah. to think that she knows nothing about it, I just don't believe. No, of course not. But then again, I, th- this is what I'm saying. Ultimately, we're coming back to the same thing for me. Like the interview was carefully constructed. They say, oh, you don't know the questions I'm about to ask you. You do. Of course you do. Of course you do. We'll, even if we're going to play that and say you don't know the questions I'm about to ask you, we would have constructed it in such a way when we're doing the negotiations, you would have known what the, thereabouts, what we'll be talking about. Yeah. So, like, let's all be serious in it. But um, talking about negotiations, mm-hmm. negotiations really quickly. I heard she got seven million for the Oprah interview. For the Oprah, yeah. What do you? Do that's you think that's that was, small. Do you, by American standards, that's all right. No, because you just said that they filmed for three hours, and also there would have been the prep going um, up um, from that. And also, it's a massive channel that they're going to make more from that than they're offering them. Seven mil? Seven mils. That's tiny. That is tiny. Wow. God, as you hear me, just drop that into my account. That. <laughs> <laughs> drop that tiny amount into my account. Or, oh, maybe I'll think about that. Seven mil, I thought. For the, for, for the princess, for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Seven mil. His mum left him 30. Did, oh, she uh, left him? She I think it was about much. 30. Yeah. I don't know. How did she get that much? Because she was, she was rich from being a princess. Wow. The fact that she even felt like she needed to even leave Harry money. And, and I, I think that's the part that gave me goosebumps when... Oprah asked Harry, um, do you think Diana could see it coming? And he was like, yeah, she yeah. could see it coming. Yeah, because like, she knew the wayward family that she married into and she knew the implications that it would have for her family. Like, you know, I, for me, it's just like love who you love and I don't doubt their love for each other. I'm like, you know, that sure that, that, that much I believe wholeheartedly. I think this has brought them together very much. Yeah, so. very like, much Harry's so. Not, they, where, where can Harry go now? Where can? He's actually homeless. Where, where can? your da- And that's another thing. You cut, you lot cut him off financially at the beginning of a pandemic or at the in, during a pandemic really during the first... his, his security i think yeah. that was a really and I, I think for for harry he probably wouldn't want to admit but i think that's what's doing him the most out of everything like, yeah i'm your i'm your white son yeah and you cut off my security because you if you want to go and um, um uh, and mix and and jingle and jangle with the, with the negroes then you are you're you're opening yourself up to risk, innit? And that's the thing. They wanted to, they opened him up to more risk. Yes. And this is what I'm saying about the nature of the monarchy. Like, they're willing to let anybody, we're talking about the institution, then we're talking about the people. The institution is willing for anybody to get, anybody can get it at any time in the name of preserving the power or the perceived yes. power that they have, the perceived affluence and, and, um, the aspirational values that they think that they bring forward and the impenetrable nature of that kind of force field that they have around them, they're willing to let anybody go if anybody undermines that in any way. Yeah, Whether you're the son, grandson or not, anybody can get it. Yep, yeah, and that's the scariest thing because you're, you're probably going to think that, oh yeah, I'm quite late on everything. But watching that interview, it literally helped me make up my, make up my mind. I was like, yeah, they got rid of Diana. Yeah. They got rid of Diana. Because she was... And, and then, you know, we've had all of these talks about allegedly rumours have it. Rumours have it <laughs> that she was pregnant. Nah, no, 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 no. Because now that we're learning about the way that the line work and who would get this and who would get that in terms of princelyhood and all of that stuff, that child that would, would have been be, in line yes. to the throne somehow, somehow, that maybe. That I don't know. Yeah. Child, wouldn't, child wouldn't have been in line to the throne, but that would have messed things up. Nobody wants... 
um, you know, someone being related to the prince like that, you yeah, know, or, yeah. the, or the king or whatever. Like nobody wants an extra child in there. And I think that's one of the things, I think that's why when Diana left Charles, they were still obsessed with her. Yeah. Because it was like, well, what are you going to do next? And you nobody not, leaves. Yeah. Nobody and, leaves. Yeah, and you better not try and find an ethnic person. Yeah. <laughs> and which she did. She yep. was just like, here you go. Here's a brown for you. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's just way to, it's even to hear Megan speak about Princess Diana, in a, she's, talking about her like she was there like she knew her so mm. you could tell how yeah, much yeah because harry would have shared so much yeah, he so would you have could shared tell so much. how much she's really kind of come to know and to hear that you know she was was it harry that was reaching out to princess diana's friends he couldn't even trust the people yeah in the palace grounds anyways let's get everybody out of there let's let's reconvert buckingham palace let's make it Greg's. a place yeah let's have a, <laughs> let's put a greg's there let's put a tesco there let's make it a space for black creatives yeah like i feel like it's just Tesco is enough of violence in itself, so I wouldn't want them to go actually in Buckingham Palace. I because I see like everyone doing the memes and stuff, and I just want you to remember the kind of people that Tesco or the kind of corporation that Tesco is. They steal from black people because we know that when the the, um, the black woman I've forgotten her name that created the brown skin plasters that they ordered it to their head office and then they created um, a similar one and didn't give her any credit. So I just want to remind people of that. Tesco is the sign of gentrification. Whenever yes. you see a Tesco Metro. Some aggressive gentrification. Yeah, and a fox turns, it's all over. It's It's all over, Jackie. You are are literally Don't cry, don't beg. But um, yeah, so it's interesting. Like, yeah, um, having another child outside of the family dynamic, yeah, even if it's like, oh, you're not in line to the throne, you will be known in that circle. And that's a problem. That is an absolute problem. So I just, yeah, when she said, oh, Archie says, drive safe when they're going, I said, here. Yeah, this boy. Uh Uh-oh. Because he knows they'll 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 be fine they'll be fine though I will be sh- I don't even want to speak on no it. no they they can't. Yeah, they, they can't they can't they can't they can't too many eyes Megan is American yeah. they can't you forget about too many eyes Megan is American it do you want it war. do you want that smoke yes. and Joe Biden has already said that they're in support of Megan good. so good even it, it touched me to know Beyonce was in support Beyonce put up something on her website I was like yeah good Beyonce yeah like, like Megan's got the support of the American people and they're willing to ride out like I tweeted about it like America is on smoke even with without seeing the fire yes. are you mad black are you america, mad america especially are you fucking mad it, no do you know how much white people white americans love war even <laughs> even with it being a, a nigger she she's part nigger even with that the smell of war they're on it they're, like, no, they're on it what time do we ride me. out let's do it that's is that me. the motive yeah let's go <laughs> let's go so they, they for the sake of war they're ready to any chance to use guns they are on let's it go. so i feel like it's important for britain to remember herself you are but a small island baby you are but a small island. America you do not want you. that smoke. At one point in time, you were ruling the waves. Now you're not so wavy. No. So <laughs> just remember yourself. America is 52 times larger than you are. Ah, babes, consider, consider. Don't, don't, don't let racism fuck you up. No, like, do not. Do not. Absolutely. So, I, and I think that that's also why they got the fuck out ASAP. Yes. Because while you're on this soil, everything can be mad. But if we are, we've got that distance from you lot and we're on American soil, try it now. Ho. They literally ran. Yeah. Literally ran. Because it, we, we, I think that one thing that is important for us to remember is that we only got 0.5% of the truth. Oh, Definitely. So with the 0.5% of the truth that even that has shocked everybody and everybody's talking about, imagine if you knew 3% of the truth. Forget 100%. Forget 100%. Don't don't even even go. Just just give up 3% and everything would have been mad. 
because they didn't want to say names. They didn't want to put it on Elizabeth because every time, oh, she put a blanket. She put a blanket on my leg. She's already cold. She put a blanket just, on my leg. Just the fact that she told that very insignificant story, <laughs> the queen was an absolute twat to her. But I, I respect her for trying to still, you know, trying to still protect the queen. They had to. And everything. I also get the sense that, you know, that, yeah, the queen has maybe done some fucked up shit, but she's not the actual issue. issue no, there. because she's no longer the institution. However, you, you don't take us for pricks, innit? You can't say that grandma, da 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 da, da and grandma, grandma makes decisions as to who keeps titles and who doesn't, then come back and say, but grandma doesn't have any say in the other things. Like, is grandma in or is grandma, grandma out? out? Yeah. I, I, I need to know because you, what you're saying right now, Kodoba, it does, it's not matching. It's not matching, Abby. Can you imagine that? The yeah, math ain't mathing. <laughs> he's talking about how his dad ain't taking his calls. And your dad, but you lot will be the first ones to talk about black men being absent fathers. Oh, but oh. you've got a whole Boris, Boris, ha! Huh? Abraham would finish counting all the children that he or his descendants in the stars before Boris can tell you how many children he has. Right? Boris is a deadbeat dad. Prince Charles, Prince Charles is a deadbeat dad. But when it's time for you lot to talk, it's black men that you want to talk about and black single mothers you want to talk about. But look at the deadbeat fathers that are in the highest echelons of your own society. Focus and face your own front and ask them to be accountable. Okay? Okay. Imagine your dad not taking your calls. Like, fam, lot, dad, these lot out here are trying to eat me alive. Okay, um, this this mailbox is full. Not even that. It's dad. Like my 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 life is going to shit. My my wife wants to commit suicide. Um, you know, I've just had a child. Everything is so tough. His dad is like the number but- you have called is not being recognized. <laughs> Or even worse, he said, put it in a letter. Put it in a letter. Write it all down. I'm just like... I'm sending you a four-page <laughs> letter. <laughs> How old is Harry? About this monarchy. God. It's mad. Harry's... Uh, is he my age, mate? I think so. And William's but a little bit... Old. William's closer to 40. We don't... What? <laughs> we know one thing that isn't close to William. His hairline. <laughs> I want to say that was the first time I've heard him talk, actually, when um, they asked him, oh, is, are the royals racist? We're uh, very much we not. We are very right. much not a racist family. That's it, that's it. That's, that's exactly. It, that's his voice. I was like... They've all got deep are, voices. Yeah, they do. I was just like... And, but let me tell you, that whole scene was really scary because when he asked, when the reporter asked that question... Notice Black Lady in Ankara, we're coming for you. Right for now, we're going to... Wh- what name should we give you? Let's call you. You want to wait on that. Yeah. You want to wait on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, wait right. on that. Okay, I'll wait on that then. Mm. Pause. Because that, that, that one is juicy. We'll okay, wait on pause. that. Pause. Okay, we'll come back to you. But anyways, nobody... like he, he For him to turn around like that and answer a question that has been shouted out to him, mm-hmm. they're in crisis. Right. They are in They planted that reporter crisis. there, as far as I'm concerned. They did. They definitely did. And all of that was just a big, a huge, big photo up there. Someone was even talking about the symbolism of of, of Kate's of Kate wearing pink. Yeah, I was like, yeah, they are, and people they focus on that. Yeah, the PR people but, look at that. But everything is a message. Yes. Everything is a message. But I love that you said that, and you mentioned Auntie Niankara because let's let's talk about it. Oh, let us talk about it. So for some, um, you know, backstory, I was on CNN, and Don Lemon also asked me about like Ra. Um, is this normal? Is this normal? <laughs> We've seen them with bare black people in the past, like forty eight hours, like. What what is going on? And I said, no, they're literally grasping at all the blacks right now. And it's desperate. And it's, it's very, very clear for everybody to see. So I don't know what more you want me to tell you. Um, 
but obviously the shot that was used um of the while I was talking to Don Lemon was a shot of Auntie in the Ankara. And so people were commenting going, Oh, you know, um, where did they, they find her? her? Where did they where did they find her? How much do they pay her? Rare, rare, rare. And she's even in Ankara, she's not wearing a coat, da, 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 and everyone's going on. And while I didn't make them comments, I'm seeing her friends coming into my comments and being like, well, she's the head teacher of the school and da 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 and let's not be um, vitriolic about her and let's not be this and let's not be that. So I had to now write another comment. I'm just like, I did not mention her. I didn't know the super um, I- image that they were going to superimpose when, you know, the image that they were going to superimpose when I'm talking. Yeah. I was just talking. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, they should have used the one with Charles going to go and meet the, the people in the black church because that's what I had a problem with. And I also said that because I was unable to get the full clip um, the full version of my interview with Don Lemon because actually what I was talking about was the fact that you're going to a church do you not understand the implication of the church and how it had a part in well had the major part major role in the transatlantic slave trade and colonial um, colonialism so that's what I was talking to Don Lemon about but the way that the only clip that we could get was we'll that get clip and so it showed the lady Fine. so obviously everybody's like you know um, sharing their yeah sh- sharing their comments and whatever else but it is what it is. Anyway, let's go to this letter. I'm going to start with this because it's literally called Auntie in Ankara. Share your magnificence. Dear Kelechi, I hope you and your family are doing well. I know this past week has been exhausting for black people and people who identify as women or uh, or are trans. So I wish everyone rest and hope they will be able to find moments of joy and light in their lives. I've been a listener of SYM from the beginning and I've be- lately been loving the interviews. I always make plans for my Monday and I, then I see another name that excites me tremendously and everything gets pushed. Thanks for that. I do pray for your continued success, even though it is detrimental to my productivity. <laughs> and Sadiq, you are never allowed to leave. <laughs> oh oh no. You can take breaks, but that's it. Fine. And maybe when Kalechi takes a break, you can step in. All those in favour, say aye. <laughs> aye. Imagine me doing tarot. <laughs> that would be a. Am- I would listen in. I would listen in. <laughs> <laughs> it would be too lit. <laughs> I was just like, guys, I'm just going with vibes today. Honestly, everybody don't eat. That's <laughs> she goes on to say, please excuse the subject line. I'm aware it is in bad taste, but it was to get your atten- attention as per your instructions. And But it is true. She's my children's auntie and she's indeed wearing Ankara. Please also excuse my not using caps for everyone for everyone mentioned. I only put in uh, put a capital at the start of the names of people I respect. The auntie I'm referring to is very dear friend of mine, and the reason I'm writing to you, I'm sure by now everyone has seen her on the news following Will and Kate's visit to the school in East London. I would like to nominate her, Mrs. S, for share your magnificence. When parents talk about other people's children that have two heads, she's one of those people. She has been in education for over 15 years and is one of the heads of the school. According to gov.uk, less than 10% of teachers are not white and over 96% of head teachers are white. 1% of head teachers are black women, but only 0.2% are black African these stats show that getting to where she currently is is not easy. She's a great educator and advocate for her students. Truth be told, she often isn't liked by a lot of white staff, especially when she starts a new school because she shows up as her full self and does not take bullshit. I've joked that her giant water bottle contains the tears of white women and even if when she can't verbalise her feelings for stupid people because paycheck, her facial expressions speak a thousand words. I fully understand why following the interview with Harry and Meghan, people would think that the president 
presence of a black person walking next to Will and Kate is more than a little convenient. When she told me about it, I even made my own jokes. But knowing the facts surrounding the visit, I could not sit and allow my friend and godmother to my children to be trashed and tokenized. Firstly, the visit was scheduled well before any anyone knew Meghan and Harry were going to sit down with Auntie Oprah because Kate is a patron of the mental health initiative the school is involved with. It's a shame that the purpose of the visit had to be overshadowed because some people who owe me and my fellow African, um, Africans jewels don't understand the definition of racism. Secondly, as head, she was always going to be present in any photo op along with the other head, white male, who seems to be cropped out of every picture. Thirdly, she regularly wears African print to work, rocks braids or twists out because especially with the policing of black students' appearance, she believes it's important to show that looking professional isn't limited to Western ideals and has nothing to do with how kids learn. Fourthly, she's proud of her Cameroonian heritage and she was damned if she was not going to show up if she had to be photographed. Um, she didn't feel cold. She didn't even feel cold because of the pressure of the situation. Hell, I was sweating just watching her. I get people's initial assumptions. What I don't understand is people being unkind and making personal negative comments. Even when friends and colleagues took to social media to set folks straight, so many people were wrong and strong. Most disappointing was Grass Fields, the company who she bought the blouse from. There was posit there were positive comments about my friend and the blouse out there, but they chose the negative ones to post on their social media while making the most of the free press. As a brand run by Cameroonians, I found this very smelly, especially as it has taken until today for them to remove the offending post, even after many of their customers complained. She can't say it publicly because she's she has a livelihood to protect, but the brand and the brand and the wrong and strong people can suck their mums. As much as I feel annoyed and disappointed with all those who wanted to tokenize and tear my friend down, the pride I feel for her far exceeds it. She's a formidable force in any school she works at. She's the friend who will help you hide the bodies, tell you about yourself if you're being a dick, read and correct your job applications, provide the alcohol, and she's great at bringing her friends in. She's also a great mum. She's my share your magnificence, and I hope hearing this makes her feel more positive about the work she's doing within her school and community. Apart Apologies for the length, the teacher with, within me proofread and tried to be more succinct, but sending you guys love and energy to keep going. I've only had a taste of what you go through indirectly and for a few days. And my sister, I don't tie a finish. Thank you. That was sweet. Wow. Right? I'm so, I've got, I, no, I've still got comments. I'm so sorry, but yeah, go on. I mean, I, okay, right. I, I just don't. Hearing that now, I just don't think it's her fault. I don't but it was never her fault, yeah, and it was never her fault. So but I, you know what it is. I did, it did. Okay, right. It's really good to have that letter. I'm yeah. really, really happy about it. But now, when before reading that letter or even knowing about that, it literally it made me feel like they gave her some money. Yeah, <laughs> I literally felt, and I felt that way because. I'll be honest to you guys. If you guys want to drag me or not, I will take some money for that. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I'll be honest. And I know the exact amount. It would be 11 and a half. 11 and a half million, 11, yeah. 11 and a half million? Yeah. For you? Oh, what were you going to say? 11 and a half thousand. Oh, sorry. You're selling yourself too short. I'm to buy low. a house. I'm to, <laughs> Are you going to buy the house with 11 and a half no, thousand? Add it to what I've seen. No, you need to ask for 11 and a half million because then you'll Just buy the house, <laughs> you'll buy other houses and then you'll have them out buy to let or whatever. <laughs> Eleven and a half just for four. Wow, okay, maybe I'm, sorry, right. I'm probably selling myself cheap. No, because no, deep it, deep it, deep <laughs> it, deep it. Is eleven and a half thousand going to be enough for the way that they have caused? Look how they've been detrimental to her image. Look how they've been detrimental to her image. Like she's the one catching strays because of their behavior. Eleven and a half thousand would not be enough for me to catch strays on your behalf. No, you're right. You're right. I actually listening to that um, letter 
that um, photo up, it should have been rescheduled. It should have been rescheduled. I mean, the only thing that I say about that from that head teacher is that, like, did you did she maybe consider that actually taking these pictures on this day in the midst of the whole Harry and Meghan situation okay. was it was it particularly correct? But no, actually, the way that her friend advocates her, she is like. She's been doing this for so long that we I've, I've never in my life seen a black woman head teacher. Same. Never same. Seen same. in the UK, never. So she saw it as, no. I'm going to be out I'm here. I'm going to be out there. You guys are going to see me. And you're going to fucking see me in my Ankara. You're going to see me in my, you're going to see me in my fresh braids. Yeah. Do you get I me? Mean? You're going to see all of that. So it's like, oh, I'm just so conflicted because no, she has a right to be seen. Like we have a, like to hear that is actually amazing. I didn't even know that there was 1%. 0.1%. No, 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 0.1% is African. Yeah, yeah. 0.1% is just black yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, you're basically telling me she might even she might just be one of five. She's a unicorn. Yeah. She's literally a unicorn. Yes, and I feel like it's it was sad to me for me is that the way that she came across in that photo op is that she was just some any black woman that they could find for the photo op, but to to not even know that she is was the head teacher that's something that i have a problem with i think that that's something that they should have shouted and screamed about. Like, okay, we okay. are meeting with the head teacher. All right. Of this of this school. Right, so now let me get into it then. Right. I appreciate this letter so, so much. Thank you so much for sending it yes. in. And head teacher S, Mrs. S, I'm so sorry, sorry that people are catching, sending you strays and you're just catching in this way. I already assumed that you were some, you know, you were school staff. So that uh, from when they was like, oh, sh you know, they're at school. I already assumed that. Now let me tell you what I know about the fuckery that is whiteness, yeah? This is the violence of whiteness. William was never meant to be there. This was Kate's event. Okay. You were booked with Kate, yeah? Kate, this had been scheduled with Kate during the time of Commonwealth Week. Uh, yeah, she's got her mental health initiative, blah, 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 while she's harming the mental health of um, biracial women out there. But, oh, she, you know, she's trying to ruin their wedding, um, talk, crying over flower girl outfits and screaming at, you know, well, no, she's shouting over flower girl outfits and making Megan cry from what we've been told, right? <laughs> was happy for the other, the other way around to go out there. Yes, yeah. and she was happy. This is the thing. Before we talk about anything else, understand that this is, the first time that R Williams made a comment about any of what has been happening. Your brother has been dragged to pieces by the press. His wife, your brother's wife has been dragged to pieces by the press and they've been spreading some bullshit about her, positioning your wife as being this and that and, you know, the, the English rose and all of this stuff and that she's this villain. And you have said nothing in support of them. You've said nothing, right? But today is the day that you decide that you're going to say, we're very much not a racist family, right? Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that, and then you use this opportunity. So while you, um, I think that this letter is important for us to have the balance and to have all of that. I still have to remind you of the violence of the monarchy, and you see what they did. They threw a black woman in front of the the, um, the whole charade, and for this very reason, she's the one um, catching the heat while they got the op that they needed because it was a photo op. Because the fact of the matter is that William was never meant to be there. They're trying to say that he was brought in because they knew that Megan, um, sorry, um, Kate would be asked about whether she made Megan cry. So he wanted to go and quote unquote protect her. You know when you should have protect her? When you were flinging your willy about, you pussy clot. Yeah? That's when, that's when you should have protected your, your wife, but you didn't do that. To freedom! <laughs> of the willy so you didn't protect her from that in fact there is a gag order right from what we've heard from what we've heard from america that we are allegedly there's a gag order literally that a gag order right <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so we're not allowed to talk about these things. The press aren't allowed to talk about these things that you are doing. And the way that you've distracted from that is to make Meghan and Harry the focus. This is what's coming across in all of this. And so you, you at your wedding, you lot had, you and Kate had mo- um, cocktails that were called crack baby cocktails. So there is no, whenever you talk about overpopulation and also let's remember that overpopulation is a white eugenicist concept. And whenever they're talking about overpopulation, they're never talking about um, themselves. They're never talking about their countries. They're always talking about Africa. You men are always focused on Africa or South Asia and them things there like, oh, overpopulation. Just say you want to kill all black people out and be done with it. This is what William has said out of his own mouth about the overpopulation. I'm concerned about how they're having babies in Africa. Again, that is a very imperial, very, very, very um, draconian, very horrible imperialist mindset to have about Africans that all they do is um, breed. Isn't that what Emmanuel Macron has said as well? Oh, Africans, all they do is, um, you know, have children. This is the William that we are talking about. This is the William that we want to have photo ops next to. I'm sorry, like, I, I totally get it. Like, you are magnificent. My God, you have gone through so much to be where you are. And I understand that in the grand scheme of things, in the individual sense, this was a big moment for you. However, how it's translated to the rest of the world is something that we must consider right? And so William was never meant to be there. He came there to quote unquote, come and protect Kate from the questions that she might be asked. It's funny that the only question that we hear is that one where you're asked whether you're racist and it was asked at that specific point so the press could pick it up and that you answer. You lot are told, Megan's already told us and we already been knowing that you lot aren't allowed to talk to the press. Everything that you need to say is no comment, no comment, no comment. But you decided to have a comment today. You decided to have a comment then. So I've got to be cynical, like all of that shit was planted to make sure that you could have your moment to say what you needed to say. And let me roll the blood clot up. Let me finish, right? Cool. Notice, yeah, that you, they were walking, You at some point you all needed to walk in some kind of single file. You were walking through something, through the gate. Yeah. Through the gate. And he let, William let Kate go ahead. Why didn't he let you go ahead? Why did you fall back? Kate goes ahead. Then they ask, is the royal family racist? And then because you're in shot, then it's, no, we're very much not a racist family. But even with that, that's what I was going to get to before you stopped me. I was going to, I really looked at the clip. I was like, hold on, why didn't um, um, black hair teacher flinch? Right. Like she didn't, she didn't react to that question. So then it made me think that she were briefed. You were briefed in the morning before you came that, okay, the press are going to be here. The people might be shouting out questions Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that. I would say, no, if if people are going, if the press are going to be asking you questions about race, I don't want to be. I don't want to be in the shop because I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. But with that said, still understand. This is the thing, and I think that the nature of my podcast and the nature of this is that, like, I'm gonna, we're gonna have that, we're gonna have that conversation because yeah. this is a space for all of us to Two grow. Can be true. Right two things can be true at one time and and I appreciate so much of what you've done and what you've overcome to be here and I am devastated that upon all the things that you've done what thrust you into the limelight is the fucking stupid behavior of William in this situation it's just, it's just ruined it was, the moment yes and so let me also let's take it where it needs to go finally yeah William has secret service yeah 
anywhere the whole all of them lot have secret service right so before they will go anywhere before they choose organizations to go and speak to or schools that they're going to go and speak to and people that they're going to go and speak to everybody's been vetted everybody has been vetted beforehand yeah it's not you said yourself that this was planned months ahead it was planned months ahead with kate then all of this stuff kicks off right and it's like oh who have we looked through that you know would be a great place for us to make the statement that needs to be made about the royal family not being racist because we need to say it and we need to say it immediately Kate's going to this school they have a black head teacher they have her she's you know we've been liaising with her okay this might be the good a good uh, uh, space to say what you need to say William has had other engagements right he could he had other opportunities to have said what he needed to say but he chose the opportunity where he knew that he would be up in proximity to a black woman None of this is by chance. We're talking about a very, very sophisticated system. None of this is by chance. And I just hate that they dragged you into their fuckery when you it was just meant to be a celebration of the initiative that you're part of in terms of Kate's um, whatever goodwill that she's doing over there in the corner. I hate that that had to happen, but this is what happens when we come into contact. And, you know, I always think about dogs and fleas. If you lay with dogs, you go and catch fleas. Like, this is literally one of them situations where you were just doing what you needed to do, but then the fleas from them jumped onto you. And that's, and honestly, and it's unfortunate. And I'm, and I'm sorry for that. You know, I'm honestly sorry for that. But, you know, it, it's the same with Charles going to the church. And I think it's interesting that he went to the church when the church, church the Christian church, was used as a vehicle for the oppression of black people, Um, you know, for, for the transatlantic slave trade and, col- and colonization. So it's interesting to me that the first place he thought to go or that they um, scheduled for him to go was to go to that black church. Again, during Commonwealth week. So you might argue that he was going to go there anyway. But it also means that we need to address the nature of the Commonwealth because you're all going to go and do your little tours and shake hands with black and brown people that you're family have oppressed for centuries i have a problem with that i'm not going to not have a problem with that it's all a little bit too convenient because these things are planned but they're forgetting that now everybody has a critical eye everybody's thinking critically and everybody has social media so we're going to question these things and yeah grassfields move mad with what they did to um, mrs s i'm sorry about that i just think that 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 bit's nasty and i don't like them kind of behaviors there they shouldn't be feeling anything no no especially not to sell their peculum blouse (laughs) yeah like come on what is that about i do i do feel i do feel bad for her that that letter really helps and i I also having reading that letter from someone who is close to her as Mm. well you feel it even more because i imagine the stress she's going through what i want to know is how are the royal family taking care of her amidst this backlash okay then because let's talk on it have, they, have they reached out have they apologized yes right? have they have so, they reached out have they yes. apologized for the backlash that she's getting no because they've gotten their photo opportunity and they've moved, they moved right on. on right so on to the next and we, now they've got the, the the black choir that they were that sang at their wedding <laughs> and prince charles chose them yes they've got they, they literally got them to make a statement and say prince charles chose us he is not racist wow and if anything, it's demonstrating the ways in which white media, white people, whatever you want to call it, they don't even understand racism. No. Everyone's just saying, oh, people said Queen's not racist. Oh, okay, let's forget about yeah. it. Well, how, is, how is she not racist? Explain tell me specifically. Yeah. Tell or, me even, specifically. Or, even, or even white media, tell us what racism is then because they don't understand it, but they're just so quick to deny it. Yeah, everyone. And and that's why it's just the madness. Oh, notice that how everybody that's mean you're standing close to in proximity to to show that you're not racist are of service to you right none of you don't have anyone of the same level to you that is black that you'll be like no this is my although we hate that i have a black friend you genuinely don't have any black friends so that's why you have to go and use your subjects to get this point across i'm waiting for the next stunt that they're going to pull the next stunt that they're going to pull is that they're going to find a very 
low member of royalty whatever and they're going to get that person to date a black black person yeah yeah they said oh you didn't know mega mug was black <laughs> this one they are going to yeah. deal with us and it's going to be all over the it'll news. be a supermodel she'll be dark-skinned she'll be a supermodel she'll be dark-skinned but the royal will be maybe the cousin of a royal of yeah, he'll have some yeah. royal title but he'll be so insignificant yeah but he's dating a black yeah and yeah. that's going to be that will be the main thing i think don't we have um um i don't know what their title is but there is a, a a black woman. Yeah, yeah that, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, she's also defending them as well. I thought as much. That's who she's I was going to mention. That they're going well. to wheel her out a lot yes, to come yes, and yes, to yes. come and counter the whole thing. Of course they will. Even though when they were going to when they were she was going to marry into the family, his um, family asked him, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Um, but to that black yeah, to, to, to yeah about her. So that's interesting. <sighs> They'll say that they're not racist, but you look at the questions that you lot have been asked before you go ahead and do things. So, um, yes. I have two slaps on your chest, Miss S, like for the work that you've been doing. Continue yes. to do the work um, and, and you know, helping because it's important to have, to be able to, that's true representation, being able to see a black woman head teacher. Um, that's the true representation. That comes just with braids. Yeah, yes. not, not the whatever Megan thought she was doing. Um, so I think that that's important. But you see me, I'm, I just stay critical of all of the things. It's nothing personal. And I, at no point, at no point did I come for the actual woman because I You've would never, never about yeah, her. I would not I think do people that. were just making jokes like, oh, how much did she get paid? Oh, yeah, yeah. Smiling. You can and, tell that and, they paid her. You know, and this is one of them things because everyone's going to be cynical now because they know the nature of this machine. Yes. Um, that's why, but again, I have to, I'm, I'm saying that as somebody that understands how this works, right? On any other day of the week, when are CNN, Sky News, all of these men reaching out to me? I've been doing work that I think is more important than talk about the fucking royals, yeah? But it's only when something like this happens that it's like, oh, let's get Kelechi in. Yeah, let's get Kelechi in. And then all I'm here to say is that the monarchy will crumble. So, um, and it's crumbling. That that's what That's what I'm bringing to the table. But I've been putting in the work. I've been putting in the work. Every single fucking episode of this podcast has been a fucking masterpiece in terms of the research that i've done and the learning that i've done and i've brought it to the table to share with the rest of you man they're not calling me for that they're calling me to come and say the things that they cannot say so this is why i keep saying that everybody is being used everybody is being used so once you get yourself into that mind frame you have to think about the fact that these motherfuckers are trying to use me how what what can i get out of it to make sure that it's conducive to the life and the future that i'm building and my thing was, I have, I don't have a book to sell you, man. So the thing I do have, though, is a podcast that tells you lots of the things I think that you lot need to hear. It's the way, it's the way they present you. And now we've got Kelechi Okafor, <laughs> actor and host of the Say Your Mind podcast. How are you doing, Kelechi? <laughs> My favorite one though was the Sky News one. It wasn't. He said your name quite well. Dermot Monahan. Yeah, D- Dermot. It was when Doctor Shola came on. He was just like, because I was saying to you now, the white men, white men have evolved now. So yeah. now, in order to say hard names, they say it in a rhythm. Yeah. So when Doctor Shola came on, she, he was like. And now we've got Dr. Shola, Shogamimu. Yeah, Shogamimu. Shogamimu. That was how he did it. I was dead, literally dead. <laughs> Oh. But it's good, and and, and I'm I'm glad that they that they talk about the podcast and that they they throw that in there because like you said, you can't just be going on there and just be speaking freely for nothing. Like if you guys want to hear more about this knowledge, come and listen to my podcast. Come and listen to my podcast because for me, this is what I can contribute to society. Like this is what I can contribute. Like this is what I've learned, and so I'm putting it forward. And it doesn't come without risk, fam. We're talking about oh, um, Auntie and Kara that this happened to Mrs. S. Daily Mail wrote a freaking article about me, all based off the fact that they're vexed. They're vexed about the facts. <laughs> Can we talk about this uncle Kelly beast? 
I really want to start taking things more seriously, but this article is so hilarious, yeah, because my sister has hundred, probably almost a thousand pictures on Instagram. Yeah. I don't even know how many. You've got plenty. Yeah. Got plenty of pictures on Instagram. Just this picture of her, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing, guys, I'm not even going to say what they're trying to paint her as, but you're going to tell me what they're trying to paint her as. She's wearing the Blackberry. She's wearing all black, but a Blackberry hat in, on her head. And then she's got her fist up. <laughs> Doing the black power side, right? And then she's obviously smiling, looking happy, cute. And then they put, what's the article? What's the, the headline that they wrote? Um, the, um, actress. Actress Kalechioka for causes uh, sparks uproar. Sparks after, outrage. Out, sparks outrage after comparing the Sarah Everard murder to Piers Morgan. Um, cups, uh, I have to find the headline because oh, they were they were really fucking guys, stupid with it. it. It really in that moment, in that very quick moment, it just taught me how powerful imagery is. Yes, like my sister has, pl- and I've said this clearly, she has plenty of pictures, but the picture that they chose yeah. of her was when she's got her fist up in the blackberry. Because you want people to know, yes, yeah, that this is this is how we feel. It's that, it's that image of radical. Yeah, yeah, she's a know, problem. Problem. Yeah, oh my god, you yeah. should be scared of her. Yes, <laughs> they would have love that picture even more if she wasn't smiling yeah and, and then they put what... it they put it next to Piers smiling so Piers is smiling, smiling and but i'm i'm the problem fuck you daily bell they are <laughs> they are trash here it is actress sparks fury for likening sarah everard murder to Piers morgan's rants about megan saying they are both result of how entitled men are are encouraged to feel towards women and then they want you know what they do after then they go and find um they go put up like three tweets and they're all of trolls. Yes. <laughs> they're all of trolls disagreeing. I tell you, and oh, oh, what you learn about creating a narrative, imagery, all of that is really, really powerful stuff. But fuck you, Daily Mail, anyways. I feel like it's good that we all know Daily Mail is trash. So we, we really, yeah, literally really fail. laugh. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, I say that, and I, the reason I bring that up is that the, don't think that these things don't open you up to risk. Think oh, of how yeah. many people read the Daily Mail. And again, whether they understand the imagery consciously, they have they have absorbed what they are being told yes. and they've internalized what are they being told by the way that that image has been presented to them. I'm making literal sense. Of course, they are like the murder of Sarah Everard and the way that Pierce speaks about um, Megan has been speaking about Megan are part of the same narrative of how entitled men feel towards women. That's common sense. Like what, what, what are you not understanding? But you're posting that because you want people to get vexed with me and then open me up to what you're, you're basically getting people. You want people to come and target me. And that is a problem. So none of us are doing this without risk. So I, I bring that up to say like, even with where it looks cute about, Oh, doing sky news, doing all of this stuff with the specific things that I'm saying because notice I'm not there trying to do cute necessary sound bites like talking about Meghan and Harry and the Prince Charles and all of this stuff as individuals I'm talking about I want the system gone yeah I want the institution gone they're gonna have a problem with that because and that isn't so palatable right so that's opening me up to bullshit but I know that I still want people to be able to go and get another narrative other than what the press is giving them so I see that and I'm just like you know what I have to firm it and it, it, it's it's frustrating because ask yourself what big boy films have i done that would warrant them writing a whole article just about me they're not just taking my tweet and then posting it in a larger article the entire article is about me yes. why 
Why? What have I done that's so significant? Well, apart from being a supreme baby girl, but what have I like literally done in the white people sense that's so significant that it's significant that you would write a whole piece about me? That's madness. And that's clearly like you're gearing up to try a thing because you feel threatened by what I said on the news. Yeah. And then I feel like not to even make you scared, it's like laying the foundations for when they really want to run a yes. really really sordid story on you if yeah. ever they want i wish they don't but you know yeah. the daily mail i'm yeah. sorry yeah if ever they do want to do that that is what they're doing but fuck the daily mail yeah honestly because it's it's just a madness so like yeah well anything i think that we've 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 talked about that enough but i just think that it's important to just remember that like you didn't go and write any stories really about anyone else you focused the story on me because again what i was saying wasn't palatable again you know i i always say like i'm looking at some of the comments yeah in some of the videos that I share of the news appearances and then you'll get white women that come underneath and they'll be like, oh my God, oh, Dr. Shola is blowing my mind and da 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 And Dr. Shola is an absolute G, absolute Don. However, she's talking about things in a manner that you can all relate to because she's talking about the individuals, right? So then it feels like, oh, we're just discussing them as individuals and she at no point seems to contest the existence of the monarchy in the way that it is in mm. fact it doesn't say that it needs to go anywhere maybe it does need to be modernized but th- that it doesn't need to go anywhere people can be comfortable with that and feel that they've been challenged enough without being challenged too much whereas i'm coming along and i'm saying i want the whole blood clot thing done blow up I the want, building blow, take it take it all out don't blow up the building before they come <laughs> 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 We're, that's not what we said <laughs> that's not what we said <laughs> but she's worried now. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Too far, too far. <laughs> you know what? Someone said something uh, like Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm just throwing the allegedly there. Allegedly blow up the building. But, um, yeah, so, like, there's only so much that you can... I just feel like there are voices that white people love because... And people love that makes them feel like oh i'm being really challenged and i'm loving the challenge but you're you don't there's a certain point that you can't go beyond and that's the point that i'm inviting you to go beyond in it considering that they should return the riches that they've stolen from most of the world return it and then start thinking about redistributing the world and we- uh, wealth that they've hoarded that's what i'm bringing to the table and that's not going to be easily understood by everybody so they can be like woo 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 but that doesn't mean i'm not going to say it but this is why we have to have um, numerous voices so we can all balance each other out so this is why we're, we're, we're here together. And that's why I appreciate the work that Dr. Shola does. I appreciate the work that Gina's been doing. And I just think it's all great. But I also notice what people I feel more drawn to because it's, it's easier. It's more palatable for them, basically. Um, so I just had to um, get that out there. So that was the that was a long show, Magnificence. Um, and we're not even it's done. worth it, though. Yeah, but it's good to kind of clarify these things. Demetrius baby boy says hi Kalechi I hope you and your family are doing well as we step fully into 2021 first I want to congratulate you on getting your short story published in who's loving you love stories by women of color I'm not particularly moved by love stories in general probably something I should speak to my therapist about but it was a pleasure to be an honorary watcher of an intelligent witty and soulful story about the journey of love I was left wanting more Second, thank you for the assortment of book recommendations you've provided throughout the years on the podcast from All About Love, Voices of the Windrush Generation and full disclosure to the new age of empire and why I risk and and this is why I resist you never miss a trick when it comes to your book recommendations and my bookshelf is forever grateful for it 
My Show Your Magnificence this week goes out to Gina Yashere, um, Dr. Shola Moss Shogwamimu, <laughs> Shogwamimu, and yourself, <laughs> and yourself, Kelechi, for the collective dissecting, unpacking, and lambasting of the UK press on Sky News in response to its continued um, tirade of racist abuse towards Meghan Markle ahead of her and Prince Harry's interview with Oprah. I know it's been a while since you were all on air and you briefly mentioned it last week, but this interview... Um, yeah, but this interview shouldn't go uncelebrated in Share Your Magnificence. I actually need to pause here because um, Demetrius has reminded me of something that I wanted to say. Um, when we were in the last letter with Mrs. S and we're talking about the head teacher and how this visit with Kate was planned um, ages before mm. anyone knew that there was going to be a Meghan and Harry interview. Yeah, mm. I want to propose to you the concept of the um, or the idea that remember that a lot of the things that we become privy to other people have been privy to for months yes, yeah right so even if you were unaware that um, megan and harry were going to be doing an interview i promise you the royal family were aware that they were going to be doing something that they they keep abreast of everything oh, that they're not are doing I think over the royal there. family knew about i don't think they saw the interview no no i, I don't they... i don't think they saw the interview but where i'm going with it is that they didn't go megan and harry are going to be doing an interview with i don't know ellen degenerate sorry degenerous <laughs> <laughs> sorry degenerate degenerate sorry freudian slip um, <laughs> um they didn't they didn't say that he was gonna no, be but what did ellen do ellen didn't do i'm nothing. not even i'm not even getting into ellen's behavior Fine, okay. but they didn't say she was um, they, they were gonna go and do an interview with ellen they didn't say any of that the moment that they mentioned oprah they knew that it was going to be about race mm. because they went to oprah because yes oprah is a big boy interviewer and everybody wants to be on right. oprah's show but oprah is definitely a black woman right so even if they didn't know what the interview was, the ins and outs of what was going to be in there, they knew once the negotiations had been sorted and everything else, they would have already gotten wind of the fact that they were in talks with um, Oprah about doing an interview. Yep. And once all of that was um, sorted and negotiated, they would have also been abreast of that as well. There is nothing that they are not aware of. So definitely, I do, I do think that, yeah, Kate's thing would have been happening, but they would have also had William on standby in case of in case city right and again they are aware of what everybody looks like and the, they would have done their research into what everybody looks like and where they're trying to position themselves so again i want to bring you back to the fact that knowing that oprah was there being black and interviewing them they knew what they needed to do in terms of getting themselves around black people in during this time even if they were going to be there anyway make sure that photos were taken of them being there and for the questions to be asked while they were there so they can put everything to rest so i just wanted to bring that back as well because i know that there are things that i announced to you lot that i've been doing for over two years yep. so just because you don't know about it doesn't mean that it wasn't um, prepped and planned and all of that so i just wanted to um clear that up anyway back to demetrius's letter i say celebrate because this is the kind of debate that we need to see on mainstream media when we discuss race and it is a discussion i don't think we've seen before a debate free from the excessive gaslighting from white panelists interruptions mid-sentence mm. the pressure of having to excessively code switch for the introduction or the introduction of a new panelist to challenge our views in the name of fair debate racism isn't fair so why should we have fair debate when the centers when it centers the feelings of white people who have yet to understand the nuances of racism in this country and how they um, uphold it 
Like you said last week, we haven't seen three dark-skinned black women just being black women and lounging up the ting on primetime TV. And boy, did you all loud it. From Gina pulling out the receipts of how Megan had been negatively depicted in the press over the years to you, Kelechi, unpacking the historic systemic violence inflicted on black and brown indigenous people by the UK um, and the crown to Dr. Moss Shawamimu firing shots with the fundamental truth. Prince Harry is the husband to Meghan that Prince, Char Prince Charles never was to Diana. I was floored, elated and finger snapping all at the same time. We absolutely love to see it. And I wouldn't be surprised if that interview opened up doors for us to have more fair conversations about race in the same way on mainstream platforms. While this conversation was a great moment for the collective and the ongoing conversations we're having about race in the UK, I can understand how these interviews can be energy draining and even traumatic when blindsided or gaslit but I wanted to take this moment to acknowledge and show my appreciation not only of this joint discussion but also the work of all three um all three of you have done over the years and continue to do for our community y'all are the real g's out here doing the work Period. may the divine spirit forever keep your life fruitful prosperous and bountiful of peace and joy to balm the negativity and your bank accounts forever blessed with pounds dollars euros and naira plenty amen thank you baby boy here we are that was beautiful that was really beautiful very um do we have uh i think loads everyone was loving the energy on the sky news i think again it just people were just shocked like well, are we really seeing free black yeah and you know i say black because you know people don't seem to know what black is so. <laughs> but black women on the tv and it was like you guys were having fun with it as well yeah do you got know I me mean? we're not going to come here and be crying and screaming all the time no well, we're going to come here. We're just going to talk the truth. So we're just going to... It, it felt very friendly. Yeah. And I, I and I think that, that the, the co collective energy of specifically three of us, and it was just astrologically as well, that first interview just did what it needed to do. It was, it was just everything flowed. The second one, I didn't think it had the same energy. I know that people were, you know, were still sharing it and stuff. It just didn't have the same energy because some things you can't recreate. Yeah, and also, I mean, come on, the nature of these things, they're going to ask you the same question. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you just kind of lose a... Well, I, don't, I don't know if, if you felt like you lost Vim, but you just... I don't know. No, because I, I, like, but I'm always wanting to talk about point. serious things, innit? So when, when we did the second one, for me, it's just like, I want to talk about the fact that, you know, Megan talked about breastfeeding and crying while she was breastfeeding. We don't talk enough about maternal mental health. And I gave examples of what I've experienced when I've you know, gone through things and um, then talked about, um, what did he ask me? The royal family said that they're very much, uh, no, what did he say? Sky News. Yeah, Sky News. He asked me something and he said, oh, they're, they're colorblind. They said that they're colorblind. What do you Oof. have to say about that? And then, uh, and then I reacted to that. But I'm, I'm I just, I, for me, I just have to say what I need to say in it. I don't have time for any other things. And I'm, I'm here for talking about the structural stuff. I really don't care about the individuals um, in that way. So... Fine is where it is individuals are problematic they always they always are and so that's why i can't run and leap to their defense because i have issues with them as they are yep. um but i can definitely say that what they represent is something that we should be having conversations about so that's why i tend to speak about those things and nothing else um oh i just love this one because i just thought it was fun dear Kalechi, this is an urgent call out for a disclaimer on your podcast i was listening to your latest sym sesh with lovey and kevin while circumnavigating the m25 and on many, many occasions nearly caused a pileup from laughing so very hard. A slight electrocution of the Panani may have occurred from actually wetting myself with laughter on the heated seat. 
Due to your sixth or seventh attempt at locking off the conversation with Lovey because of the painfully accurate and personal victimization of her words to your inner being. The other issue here is how engrossed one becomes in the ever relatable and hard hitting topics. The exceptionally well-versed clarity and consciousness of the wordplay you and your crew then bestow and display vindicate every fiber of one's soul through the airwaves. This was not made more apparent to me than when I became quite lost in Kevin's piece discussing his feelings on the continuing issue that is Chet Hanks. Just as I turned off the Clackett Lane service station, baby boy Kevin became emotional when referencing his grandma and bad gal Riri's accent and regarding the fact that white people continuously pillage our culture slash labour whilst receiving monetary gain as if it were still 1897. By the time I came to from BBK's proclamation of caucasity, I realised I'd actually driven straight past the services and had to make a dead stop in the road, make somewhat of an illegal manoeuvre back down the one-way motorway side lane through the BP garage and slip through the back of the lorry park to find a traffic officer parked up to which I just thought, YOLO, and parked up beside him and got my Mackies. I thought I'd made it out of the woods on this whirlwind journey of emotions. However, somewhere around junction four for the A21 turnoff, the conversation turned to how best to deal with racists. Baby boy Kevin exclaimed that backhands are the Lord's work. And I honestly <laughs> laughed too hard. By this point, I just said, Jesus, take the wheel because I can't take it anymore. Whilst I recognise the risks of listening to your podcast while driving are real and that Jesus is likely to in no way take said wheel, these are all quashed by the power of black girl magic and the exquisite energy exchanges happening between you and the guests. This energy, by the way, is extremely palpable to listeners and I know it will ultimately steer steer me safely to where I need to go. Next Monday, towels going down on the seat. Yours bombastically, baby girl. (laughs) It's like it's like you only get like professional writers writing into you because no, some of these people are so good with words. That what was... you get in GCSE? I want to know. That that, that one was, was amazing. Funny. That was amazing. Really Thank good. you and so I'm, much. I'm just glad you're safe. Yeah, <laughs> that sounded like a journey. Yeah, it sounded like a journey. Okay, um, we're gonna take a break and come back with. So you mad? Okay, and now for So You Mad. So I think we should start this week. Chloe is back with Tristan. So You Mad. Well, this is the perfect title for Chloe's um, Chloe's situation because it's literally she is mad. <laughs> so you are mad, Chloe. So you are mad. So I'll read this out. Chloe Kardashian confirms her and Tristan Thompson are back together as she wishes him a happy 30th birthday. He's 30 years old. How, is, how old is she? She's 30. She's old. It's a little bit older than him. She must be about 34. Okay. I don't know. They all just look old as a family. Kind of. Even Kylie's now. Kylie's aging. Kylie's starting to look as old as Kim. Yeah, I think they look like age mates. She's doing the damn thing. So, so Chloe wished Tristan Thompson, um, for those, some of you might not even know, Tristan Thompson is her baby daddy. He cheated on her many, many, many times. But the most notable um, accusation accusation will be the one with Jordan Woods, Mm -hmm. which was Kylie's ex-best friend. Yeah. Young Uh, girl. Young girl. Yeah. Younger girl. Um, but yeah, anyways, it's Tristan's 30th birthday. She's wrote this caption now. She says, the ones that are meant to be are the ones who go through everything that is designed to tear them apart and they come out even stronger than they were before. Hmm. Ooh, thank you for showing me everything you said you would for the father you are, for the best friend I have in you. Hmm? I'm thankful that I can do absolutely nothing with you and it feels like everything. I hope you know today and every day how loved you are by me and so many. Happy birthday to you. Welcome to 30. I can't wait for all the memories. This is when life just starts getting good. So, okay. 
Um, I don't know. I think people with with Khloe Kardashian's one, her own is different because her own stupidity is so mighty, <laughs> so so mighty. But I don't know. I think she's she represents loads of women who will have an issue with the woman that the guy is seeing, as opposed to the, the guy issue, that is yeah. committed that guy that is committing adultery and doing all of these things and having raw sex with other women, <sighs> putting you at risk but no it's the other women that you have the vim for i just want to where is that statement again i just want to see the ones that are meant to be are the ones who go through everything that is designed to tear them apart and they come out even stronger than they were before did, are, are you did you go to war she makes or, it sound like she what did you do what did you survive together did you survive a famine? I, what did you go through together that is so... Like, you're literally rich people. What did you go through together that makes it sound like you've been through everything? Like, you've been literally been through the wars to get here. You've nothing other than he's aggressive cheating. Blade, ugh, fuck aggressive cheating. Blatant cheating. Oh! Tristan's cheating was so bad that he, he was... He was walking in and out of clubs holding hands yeah, yeah. with other women yeah. and you're dating a Kardashian. Yeah. There but, was no, there was no, there was never any respect for Chloe. But the thing is, why? Because he knows just how much you need him. You need him as a black man to have that validity, to have that relevance within the culture that you um um re, re, like insist on being a parasite of. So he knows that really, no matter uh, you never broke up, and she, and you know what? And I respect the fact that she never even gave us the in, the um illusion that they were broken up. Yeah. She just even when people said, "When are you going to address Tristan?" Or oh, we're dealing with that in house. Oh, so you can deal with were. yes. So you can deal with Tristan in house, but Jordan is the one that you want to put on blast, and you lot wanted the, everybody to come for her. That one you wanted to do publicly, but Tristan gets the you know the benefit of being dealt with in house. So they never broke up. And what Jordan did to them, they do to all. They do to everyone. All all of you are man thieves. <laughs> well, literally all of them, you tech man did to everyone. All of you, Kylie, all of you lot love to teeth other people's man, but it's when it's done to you that there is a problem. And it's so interesting what you're saying, actually, because I think Tristan came at a very kind of interesting time. Tristan, Tristan came at a time where, you know, Chloe had already had Lamar. Yeah. Kim had Kanye and mm. she has had other blacks. So Tristan came <laughs> in... At, <laughs> Tristan... Tristan came at a time where he really, just like you said, he really was able to assess the situation. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm the prize here. Yes. You guys have way more money than me, but I'm the prize here. So I can really do what the fuck I like. And he showed us that. And yes. It was so embarrassing to witness. And then this is the man that she now wants to create a life. Apparently they're trying for a number two. Yeah, so but that's why, why she put out all of this yeah, fanfare. Yeah, that's why she's putting out all yeah. of this. Because so when she's pregnant again, she's looking to do IVF. So it's, it's probably already there. Yeah, yeah. And she just wants to make sure that all the girls are prepped yes. and that everybody knows what's about to happen. And she's all, always kind of been like, oh, I want them all to have the same dad and everything else. Like, there are just people that have that kind of mindset. And while you can do what you want, but don't try and present it to everybody. Like, you, I, I hate the way when um, people are alluding to cheating, they talk about, oh, you know... Um, I love you so much, baby. Thank you for sticking with me through everything and allowing me to grow and be the man that I am, that you went through so much with me. And I thank you for that. That just lets me know that you cheated in such bombastical ways. Oh, in such a terrible, terrible way. And I don't know. I think like it's, 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 it's hard. I just feel like, you know, when I think about the many, many young girls, young women that are seeing, you know, 
Chloe Kardashian. They may not, they don't even have to be a fan or a supporter of her, but just seeing all of that, I feel like it just reinforces this message that women need to be embarrassed. They need to endure a, a lifetime of yeah. embarrassment yeah. to just reach this happy family and there's you're never going to achieve that happy family life that you think you're achieving no. because you've got two kids and you're married no, no. you're never it's, it's never going to feel that way that embarrassment is too much no there's it's that, too much i i me I, i'm not somebody that likes shame i'm not somebody that likes embarrassment no. like my koshi see me or um, please. yeah please or, or koshi bami like i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't want it i don't want it I, and it's a thing where it's it's different when you know He's embarrassing you in private because then you can just come and tell us wherever you want. Yeah. He has embarrassed you on the public stage. Girl, I know you've been trying and I've been anything but man, he loves you. Girl. You know, she was, she's, she's way dumber than Kelly in that bit. Because even Kelly was trying to defend him saying, oh, I know he's been trying all of that. No, she's way dumber than Kelly in that song. Sorry. Because even Kelly, I can empathize with. Maybe he was having a hard time at work. I don't know. But, I can she... tell you've been crying. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. Chloe. <laughs> Beyonce was messy for that, though. Imagine your friends coming to you and saying, girl, <laughs> I know that he's been pretending that he's faithful and he loves you, but girl, you don't have to be hiding. Don't you be ashamed <laughs> to say it. Like <laughs> I'm your girl. You're my girl. We're your girls. <laughs> you know, ch- it's the we're your girls that would send me. No, it's not even that one. Because you, man, are talking about me in the group chat. No, what do you mean? no, it's not even that. It's when Beyonce goes off on one and she goes, I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in the way you move that he's cheating on me. <laughs> that you, that's what you can see, Beyonce. I was just like, no, that was intrusive. That was very, very intrusive. But Kelly needed to be told. But you know, that was such a such a good album. And you know, she did the follow-up with Bad Habit. Yes. Oh, that was my chart. How many oh, times are we going to apologize about the same thing? So for Chloe. me, that was like when she... <laughs> Seriously, Chloe. For me, that was like when she finally listened to them. Yes. And she was like, no, we need to break this. Oh, sorry. That album was just... Anyways. That, I'm through with it, love. I'm oh, through with it. Through with forget it, love. about free. Oh. And if... If I don't, don't do all the things that I used to for you, you. Don't, don't you take it personal. <laughs> oh my god, that album was. Oh. No, I have to go back and listen to that. That was an absolute. No, you see madness. big. You see big forty-year-old men singing the Destiny Fulfilled album because who, uh, who, who cannot? Oh, it was such a life. You are a moment. demon if you can hear any song on the Destiny Fulfilled album and not jump up and get into it and Ooh. get into character not just sing it but you have to get into character then Michelle goes if you get, get to feeling the stress of being your chest thinking that you were about to lose baby it's true oh my god <laughs> how can everyone anyone's ever say that they don't rate Michelle nah actually I w- I've started <sighs> watching Drag Race RuPaul's Drag Race I wasn't watching it before I don't know what I've been doing with my life I'm starting on American season one, one. yeah mm-hmm. the American one and I see Michelle there she was crying when um, Akasha yeah and oh. she was crying when Akasha was like lip syncing hers and um, her song and I just thought you know what what song was it um, some kind of making it through the storm on her album oh oh her yeah oh, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. shady oh no <laughs> but I just feel like no nah, so much respect was taken away from Michelle's name like imagine what it means to come into a group like Destiny's Child and <sighs> hold your own oh. people just did we digress I made, I made jokes about her I did I'm so sorry we all made jokes poor about, Michelle we all, we all made jokes about Michelle I, I definitely regret it if I see her I'll give her a personal personal apology I say I shouldn't have never made those jokes like yeah. definitely a change in consciousness has taught me a lot like you you can't like there would have been no Destiny's Child without Michelle and it goes to show that they tried to put they give there were, we had quite a few replacements yes and they Farrah, never they, and, Farrah yeah. Latavia 
Natoya, they never, nobody ever fit. Like and the they show. were messy. Them, them lot were messy. Like they always came in and they were just messy. And so I like that Michelle came in and she didn't bring no drama. She didn't bring she no stress. Sure. She dropped down a few times when they were walking. <laughs> but, <laughs> but other than that, other than that, you know, she really brought it. We digress so bad. So that anyway, so but bad. yeah, but how did we get from Khloe <laughs> Kardashian to nah? People are going to start dragging us now because it's not even okay. Back, 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 back. Khloe, please. The caption was unnecessary. That you could have kept that to yourself. This is the thing. People are like, oh, but it's her life. She can do what she wants. But when you come and share it with us, we're gonna have an opinion. Yeah, and it's stressing us out. Khloe, hang it up, flat screen. <laughs> <laughs> serious, serious. <laughs> Call it a day. Call it a fucking day. Anyway, next, so you mad. Um, an announcer at a girls' high school basketball game in Oklahoma, big up yourself, Crystal, um, was caught on a hot mic calling the team fucking niggers oh, for, kneeling, for kneeling during the national anthem. So they are kneeling in protest of the way that black people are treated in the country that is America. And again, you as a white man did not... Turn, what is it with white people not knowing that they're um, chatting shit about black people and not realising that like their, their mic is on, oh, And it's the ancestors. 2021 has been that year. You know, I can I say it, that I personally. think it's the ancestors. I feel like they are the, these white people that are they're truly putting the mic off yeah. and the ancestors are putting it back on. <laughs> they're like, no. I want them to hear I you. I want them to hear you. <laughs> Does this story get worse? Yeah, it gets much worse. But, um... Yeah, at first he said that it wasn't him that made the comment over the mic. Then he came back with a statement. And the statement says... Um, his name is Matt Rowan. Matt, owner Matt Rowan, owner of OSPN, the live streaming platform that broadcasted Thursday's game, told the Frontier in a phone interview that he was not the person heard making racist comments. But hours later, in a statement from his attorney, Rowan admitted it was him. He said, "I made inappropriate and racist comments, believing that the microphone was off. However, let me state immediately." That is no excuse. Such okay. comments should have never been uttered. I will state that I suffer from type one. <laughs> no, I no, will no, state no. I will state that I suffer from type one diabetes. Okay. And during the game, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry again. I'm so sorry. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. What, what do you mean? So is it what? I, okay. I will state that I suffer from type one diabetes, mm-hmm. and during the game, my sugar was my sugar was spiking. Fine. While not excusing my remarks, mm-hmm. it is Wait. not unusual when my sugar spikes <laughs> that I become disorientated and often say things that are not appropriate as well as hurtful. You are lying. <laughs> you are lying to me right now because I knew about the situation. Obviously, we we knew that he's. You are lying. <laughs> You are lying. He said that because... <laughs> white people are creative. My God. But you know, it's, it's just so, it's just so unfair. Like white people get to, ha- white people can have any illness and it just makes them racist. Like even when, no, sorry, let's get up to it. Even the, the, the topic of Tourette's. Yeah. Why are we seeing some people with Tourette's saying nigger, fuck shit, yeah. lynch you, die fucking nigga. That's yeah. what you're saying with your Tourette. So even when you have illnesses... This is what you want to do. This is what you want to with do. With your conditions, this is what you want to do. And I think that Tourette's is such an interesting one because it's like, 
of all things, nigga, is what you want to say. Yeah. Other people meow, other people bark. Uh, there's so many other ways that it can, the ticks can project, present themselves, but you specifically, for you, it's nigga. And it's not that you just say nigga generally. For you, it comes out when you see a black oh, person. Perfect, perfect, so perfect. it's just, a, but we digress. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This one has diabetes. This one has diabetes. No, he has type one liabetes. (laughs) You are a liar, you little bitch. So first of all, they said, oh, you know, he said it wasn't him. I just, as somebody who knows how hurtful it can be when you're listening to a white person talking shit about you when they think that their mic is off. And the thing is, you, she did not even call me a negro. But still, right? So I, so to hear that they are kneeling protesting the way that black people are being treated in their country and then you are on your mic talking about all oh, these niggas like i just want to i think i think no but did someone did someone read that statement before he I'm no his saying... attorney put it together oh. his attorney put it together and the thing God. is this is not the first instance of white people using something like this to say that this is what happened i remember a thread on twitter i think i may have sent it sent it to you where a girl was like Oh, her co-worker today said nigger. <laughs> he passed out. As soon as he said nigger, he allegedly passed he out. out. But when the ambulance came, they were like, he's fine. <laughs> they took him away, but they were like, we didn't see anything wrong with him. Oh, my and- favorite part of that story was when they tried to remind him what he said. And he just acted like he couldn't remember. He, texted, he just apologised. He, he texted, he was like, I'm appalled that I would even ever say that. No, it must have been something wrong with me. I would never, I'm shocked at that. I can't believe it. White people are really passing out. After. I love how committed he was to that. I'm he, sorry. He, once he, he clocked that, he'd done the wrong thing. To that lie. Oof. And that was absolutely amazing. But honestly, it's just one of those ones where I think a lot of people will take it, you know, they'll take it really deeply. I can't help but laugh at this. No, because the mental you. gymnastics that you will do. How they came up to that? They were like, tell us your medical history. Everything, everything. Tell us all of your medical history. Tell us about your parents. Tell us about your grandparents. And they use all of that information. They're like, you said somebody had what? Okay, we're okay, going to go with that. No, here is the video clip. I'm going to try and play it and see if you can hear it. He says, nigga. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Niggers, that's it. Bunch of niggers. Bunch of niggers. Wow. He's lost that job, right? They don't want they don't the that school isn't using him for the to broadcast the game anymore. Like they, that's not he's not being booked anymore. Like this is how literally so many white people feel about the things that black people are doing um in and around society that they wouldn't say it publicly. They'll tolerate it because they always tell you that they're a tolerant society. They'll tolerate it. Yep. But my God, when they let loose, it's they a madness. Really, I'm shocked as to how 
you know, how loose they let. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm really, really sure. Because you'd even think to yourself, okay, cool. Fair enough, the mic is muted or whatever. Just the environment I'm in. Should I even be saying this? Right, like, I'm literally working right now. So whatever I want to say, <clears throat> maybe I should keep it to myself until I know that I've officially finished working. But you were just like, no, I just need to say that they're a bunch of niggas. Like, that might not have even come through the mic very, very clearly for you all because it was very low in and of itself. But I hope that you caught it. That they, It's just mad, like it's disgusting it's absolutely disgusting and then to blame it on diabetes there are so many like diabetes is a serious condition type 1 diabetes is a serious condition but you are the first person i've heard of that when they when their sugar does a magnet that the first thing that they think about is being racist huh. it's the same with when white people try to come forward and go oh <clears throat> my my aunt or my grandma my mom has dementia and you know sometimes she says you know some words but that doesn't mean she's racist but you need to ask yourself she only says that when she sees the black people though in yes. it that's yes. when she says it and that's when she actually remembers it and yeah it doesn't matter how much dementia they've got they will always remember how to be racist yes don't, don't forget that how to be racist so your sugars are your sugar in your system is doing a madness and then suddenly it activates the racist button the fact that there is a racist button to activate is the uh, it's a conversation we should be having honestly it's scary for me i think of him um let's say even having a black friend because you know they always, yeah, sometimes yeah. They always have that wrong black friend so you're with your you and your black friend are chilling now as soon as your sugar goes low, what are you going to stop? <laughs> what are you going to do to the black friend? No, you're laughing, but so we should be scared. What are you going to do? So you're going to beat him? At, at, at least. Like Liam Neeson, you're going to randomly attack him? Right. Because your sugar's low? Okay. And then when your sugar comes back now, you're going to tell him you're sorry? It's mad. It's absolutely mad. <sighs> um, What is this? Um, what? I don't even know. Um... People are writing to me about some kind of allegation, but we'll we'll deal with that. I don't know why they've sent it to me. What I'm meant to do with this um, information? Ooh, allegation against who? I don't know, but we'll we'll get into that later. Anyway, that's that for so you mad. I thought that we should dis- discuss that and um, Matt Rowan and his type one liabilities. Um, <laughs> but that. um straw of the week aka suck your mum matt rowan would have easily been in there but i just think that there were greater people to consider in this case um one of them being sharon osborne um tweeting in support of um piers morgan um so for those who are somehow missed it piers morgan stormed off set on um good morning britain after um alex beresford was saying to him like rah you've been going on about megan and we've heard you like allow it allow it yes you're a a forcer let it go and then he stormed off like oh i don't know if they listen to this and then soon after we heard that he'd left um based off his comments that he made after the oprah um interview aired to apologize yeah in fact he said he stands by what he said that's what he said now um and so that's really really interesting because megan talked about um feeling suicidal having suicidal ideations because of the stress and everything that was put on her and on the good morning britain show um the next day he was talking about oh well i don't believe her you know i don't believe her what do you mean you don't believe who the fuck are you what do you mean you don't believe that somebody's um express um, expressing the, the experience that, that that they've had with their mental health who the fuck are you who was asking it. you yes and then to, to see the um, amount of people who have come out in support of him max from eastenders he came out i support Piers morgan gary Lineker, joking, max yeah yeah he no way yeah, this morning that was announced yeah and we made him black right Take it back. This is what I keep saying. Stop making white people black because they don't deserve it. So he did that. Um, 
um, Gary Lineker, who should have just sat there and ate his fucking crisps, he comes forward and saying that he's in support of Piers. And then Sharon Osbourne, we also know, came out and said, oh, you know, she supports Piers. All of them talking about, oh, well, he's a good interviewer. He's a good presenter. He's this, he's that. This is a man who was hacking dead people's phones. This is who, this is who you lot are praising. How many jobs has he lost because of the, his lack of integrity? But this is the person that you lot want to come and defend. This is why I keep saying like the way that white men are infantilized and then you lot allow them to fail upwards. Like they can do the most abhorrent shit yet they will never be truly canceled. So this is why you all need to shut up about fucking cancel cu culture because this society cannot cancel white men. It's not possible. Right. Unless, well, because and even when they're in jail, their the, their franchises, their businesses are still making still money. So it's 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 mad to me. And so this is how I when I Sharon Osbourne made her comments, people told her. I even Sharon Osbourne made her comments. This is what I had a, a major issue with. Sharon Osbourne made her comments and didn't even understand what the uproar was about. Yes, she just saw Piers Morgan in trouble. She said, "I don't even give a damn what you've done." As white women I are, am yeah, going to stand with you. Yeah, with all that's going on in the world, you you chose to stand with Piers Morgan at yeah. sixty-five years of age. Yeah, we're still rocking that nonsense red hair. Yes, that's it. She's um, it's. I want to find her original tweet. She says um. She says, people forget that you're paid. People forget that you're paid for your opinion and that you're just speaking your truth. And they said, okay, but yeah, he's paid for his opinion and that opinion is harmful to black people and to specifically a black woman in this case, as they would, you know, see her in this conversation is harmful Sharon did not want to hear words. She was still insistent that there was not a problem. And so when she's on her uh, her show with Cheryl Underwood, the talk, they're trying to tell her what was an issue with what she said. And then she's there shouting. She's Educate shouting, me. Educate me then. Educate me. And, and what I hated the most about it is that you can see Cheryl trying to watch her tone. You can see her not trying to raise her voice. The same thing with Charlene White when she was she's on Loose Women. Speaking to that Jane, yeah. She's speaking to Jane and she, um, she Jane's there saying, oh, yeah, but, you know, Archie being called, um, you know, people having been curious about his skin colour isn't that the same way that we're curious about ginger hair or da 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 da, da. And Charlene has, you could see her having to keep all every composure and say, no, 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 there's a difference between concern and curiosity, yes. right? And they were saying that they were concerned. Yes. And, she, and you can see her, she starts doing the white woman blink and nod where they go, she's tuned out she's tuned out she's not listening anymore and next thing you know newspapers are writing that charlene white was having a dig with her and charlene said maybe you're comfortable with casual racism oh i never said that i never said that but that's what you were just advocating for right. maybe you were even saying it in a loving romanticized tone like maybe it wasn't it was a big just, deal yeah. so then so charlene white you can see how all of these black women in this case, both of these black women who are faced with white women being violent, you can see them checking themselves because they understand that if they do even a slight raise of the voice, if they in any way stern in their tone, it will be received by the public in a very, very different way. So you can see them holding themselves and you guess, guess what? Even upon all of that that they've done, they're still seen the same way. And this is why I keep saying that black women, we really, really need to reclaim our anger and just be angry. Just bad them up because whatever's going to happen, back. shout back because it's going to happen anyway because look at when Cheryl was crying yeah when she was faced um face to face with Sharon, um, Sharon Osborne who she actually called a friend imagine having that poisonous rat as your friend 
She's calling Sharon Osbourne her friend. Your friend is shouting at you, disgracing you on national television. I would not have it. Cheryl is crying. Yeah. Sharon Osbourne turns to her and she goes, don't you dare cry. Don't you dare cry. I'm the one allowed to cry in this situation. And I thought, wow, there you have it. White womanhood. White womanhood. My God. I'm the one allowed, I'm the only one allowed to cry in this situation because you understand that within your whiteness, that you are the one that's afforded that space to be the one that's in distress. A black woman could possibly could not possibly be in distress for the way that she's already triggered by the news that's taking place, you know, um, in the in the public sphere. But also she's being triggered by the way that you are behaving right now. But you're telling her she does not have a right to go and cry and to show that vulnerability. You will not allow her. And again, Cheryl's checking herself and she's like, oh, but Sharon. Sharon, we just need you to understand. She's like, show me where he's been racist then. Show me. And again, the burden of proof is not on me to show you where the racism is. It's for you to prove to me that it's not racist. You do right. that. You do that. Because, with, none, with no proof, no nothing, you just went out and defended him. Right. And then you're talking about, it feels like I'm in the, in the electric chair. Do you know the disproportionate what? number of black people who have been um, put to death through the electric chair? So again, the hyperbole that you're using is racist in and of itself. Like you literally, she was so violent. It was so disgusting to watch her behave in that way. But at the same time, I was glad that we got to see it in a public sphere because it's like, this is how white women appear whenever it's time to have conversations, very, very real conversations. They act like children. Same with Jane, same with this. Like they act like children like you understand that you the way that you've been socialized you were not given the range they the range was taken from you and so many of you are now trying to regain the range but so when you're regaining understand that there are people who already have the range because of what they've lived through so let's us all behave ourselves and act accordingly it's not me and you like so whenever some people send me a dm and try to engage me in discourse i'm not your age mate it's not me that you go and talk to Pee Wee herman I'm not your age mate. It's not me that you'll have that discourse with. Go and have the discourse with Big Bird on Sesame Street. That's your level of learning. <laughs> Don't bring it to me. You're not here yet. You are not here yet. Behave. Period. <laughs> because Period. I, I looked at that and I just thought, Sharon, suck your mother, you prick. You and your bat-eating boy, your husband, yeah? That's what? Do you, do you remember that time? This was years ago. Kelly, her daughter, thought she was making a banging point. That's... She went on the show, right? And they were talking about how Donald Trump wanted to build the walls to keep all the Mexicans out. And then Kelly goes, oh, yeah, all right then. Well, go go on then, build this wall then, Trump. Who's going to clean your toilets? <laughs> the way... <laughs> that clip, I swear. Every time it comes up on my timeline, I'll always stick onto that clip. Because you can see it in her face. She, she thought it was typical white girl who had a little bit of educate, who maybe read a book or two, mm-hmm. thought she was savvy, sassy. You yeah. know what you got? I mean, yeah, I'm going to get Trump down. Yeah. And then said something so <laughs> And it was, it was the, the audience doing, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the audience be like, oh girl, that is not yeah. it. Yeah. And then she had to troll back and it's just like, no, nah, you said, you already said what you think. And look, even, uh, I get the point she was trying to make. Yeah. Right? But the way, even in the way, <laughs> in the way that she said it, she has shown us what she thinks of Mexican Latino. She, she's that's literally us, the only interaction yes, that you have with yeah, them. Exactly yeah. because I, I see Mexicans and Latinos in so many different areas in life, not just cleaning toilets. Do you get what I mean? That's that really. Oh, I love that clip so much. So it, it goes to show that you know, birds of a feather, and you know, Sharon Osbourne is your mum. So. Yeah. 
you all think alike. And these are the sort of discussions you guys have at home while Ozzy is just interjecting, saying, oh, fuck those niggas. You yeah. guys, yeah, don't, you know, he doesn't, Ozzy, I don't imagine Ozzy cares about anything political. Right? No, I mean, he was eating bats. So I don't think he can care about anything anymore. Do they have a son? Yes. What's his name? Um, I can't remember, but they were all on their reality show together. That son fell off, boy. I don't even remember the son's name. I hope he's okay. Before we say that, and someone's like, guys, it's so bad. I think I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he's okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so Sharon came with her stupid apology. She said, after some reflection, <laughs> I've after sitting with your comments and sitting in my heart, I would like to address the discussion on the talk this past Wednesday. I have always been embraced with so much love and support from the black community. And I have deep respect and love for the black community to anyone of color that I offended and, or to anyone that feels confused or let down by what I said, I'm truly sorry. I panicked, felt blindsided, got defensive and allowed my fear and horror of being accused of being racist to take over. There are very few things that my that hurt my heart more than racism. So to feel associated with that spun me fast. <laughs> I'm not perfect and I'm still learning like the rest of us and will continue to learn, listen and do better. Please hear me when I say I do not condone racism, misogyny or bullying. I should have been more specific about that in my tweet. I will always support freedom of speech. <laughs> I will always support freedom of speech, but I see how I unintentionally didn't make that clear distinction. I hope we can collectively continue to learn from each other and from ourselves so we can all continue to pave the way for much needed growth and change. The community on this platform means a lot to me. I hope we can all hold each other up and with accountability, compassion and love during this powerful time of paving the way for so much needed change sharon sharon there's no collective and i would be a bully i'd say well unfollow peers then unfollow peers now unfollow peers, quickly unfollow peers and let us know that you're no longer associated with him and we'll be cool everyone just wants to save their own image even peers came on the top of her apology and said my good friend has been forced to apologize to me so obviously you guys have had a phone conversation where it's just like peers i can't get involved in this anymore, yeah you know i need to i need to i'm catching smoke I'm yeah catching smoke. i need to put out a statement and he's gonna and said that you don't you're not truly against yeah that behavior that you displayed so no no there will be no there'll be no sorry for you and what makes it worse is that it wasn't it wasn't it an american pr company that wrote that for her yes so yeah. it's just like so anyone of color i've offended and um, anyone, anyone that feels confu uh, confused by who was confused you're the one that was confused you're the one screaming yeah. educate me educate and she's me talking about she's talking about how she was panicked like it's so funny like nobody is when this pierce thing happened nobody there was no hashtag of what does sharon think what does sharon osborne think? <laughs> nobody was nobody was running down sharon osborne's line like no you we need to know what you think about this pierce morgan situation it is just it's so much easier to keep you could have just shut... Or everyone that came forward to come and speak in um, support of peers, nobody fucking begged you. So now that you're catching smoke, that's on you because yes. nobody begged you to open your stupid there mouth. You and that's why all of you need to suck your mum because in the, it, nobody asked you to take a straw and go suck out because you all came because you wanted to do wrong and strong. Now see, because you're here talking about, like you said, she's like, oh, well, I panicked. I felt blindsided. What do you mean? How are you blindsided? What? You made the comments. Yes. So you knew that people were going to 
have a reaction to the comment. And you're, again, typical white woman, there are very few things that hurt my heart more than racism. So to, to feel associated with that spun me fast. Well, if you truly knew racism, you'd know what you were being accused of. Again, like you said, a lot of people don't have an understanding of what it is right. to be racist. So they can just say the things that they're but saying. But to deny it, they'll be quick. So right. And so to nobody feel... Nobody ever as- says, oh, actually, actually, I've been called a racist. I'm going to do some quick research yeah. and I'll come back to you. Yeah. But I'm, I let the horror, my fear and horror of being accused of being racist take over. Well, why are you all more upset about being accused of being racist than actually dealing with whatever led to you well, being well, accused of that? She's talking about white fragility there. Yeah, so simple. Can't, can't say anything um, Please hear me when I say I do not condone. Da, 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 da. All right, cool. And then she goes, um, I hope we can collectively continue to learn. No, no, no. You continue you, to learn. That's why I said there's no do, collective. Yeah, don't, don't, there's no, no, collective. no collective. It's you. You and your sisters. You all go and learn. Yes. Don't involve the rest of us. You go do what the fuck you're doing. Five years of age, screaming about people to, telling people to educate you. Get the fuck out of here. Somebody said that she's older than the Race Relations Act in the <laughs> UK. <laughs> She has been alive through most of the riots that have happened She's in the UK about the very, race. The very beginning of X Factor. And I loved her on X Factor. No, I've always thought she was dodgy. Like, there's something about her that I just don't like. Really? But yeah, like, there's something about her that was just like, mm. But the fact of the matter is, every riot that's happened in the UK regarding race, you've been alive for, you know, yet you fail to understand right now what is happening. And you thought that because you were in America, you could do whatever the hell you liked. I'm glad they got you Disappointing. together. Disappointing. Disgusting behaviour. The way she was shouting at Cheryl, lets me know that and that's on pu- in public that's what you're doing in public so what the hell are you doing in right. private and have you apologized to cheryl you're writing this to the rest of us about your listening and learning you've learned nothing and you're clearly not listening so shut up and go suck your mother you very very violent violent jankro from one jankro to another crested a dick oh you that name is so bad but it suits her it suits her. That name is so bad. I hate that name so much. <laughs> it Cressida. suits her. It's not even the dick part. Cressida. Actually, let me not offend anyone. <laughs> Sorry, but when I have some support, it's Cressida. Cressy, Cressy. Cressy, Cressy. <laughs> but how dare you? Rest in peace, Sarah Everard, yes. who now a police officer has been um, charged with her murder. Sarah was going home from a friend's, walking home from a friend's. I think she was going through Clapham. Yeah. From... Um, it's at nine o'clock, 9:30, right? Around nine thirty, she leaves her friend's house, and so she's heading back, doing her thing, and then only for her to be um, abducted by this policeman and then murdered. And you can—it was such a violent. All murder is violent, but it was so violent in how, like, just depraved in what he did that they found her remains in a bag. And they were only able to identify her from her dental records. Do you understand what somebody must have had to do? for this to be only the only way that they could um, identify this person. So as the news was coming to us, as we were, you know, learning of all of these things, Cressida Dick, the chief of all police, decides to come forward, give a statement and say, oh, well, you know, the policeman in question was off duty at the time. Bearing in mind that this same policeman had already been accused of um, sexual assault, I think um, days prior to this. So he was clearly spiraling out of the control and they weren't dealing with it. He was still out on road. So just want to also just add something really quick there. You telling us he was off duty. What does that actually mean? Because actually it was confirmed that he was working that day. Yeah. So even if he was off duty, it's still likely he was in his what? In his uniform. Oh, and even still, like, 
I said this in my Insta live that I did quickly the other day. Policemen are always on duty. Yes. They're always on duty. Yes. They're always on duty. Even when they've um, changed into their civilian clothes, more time they have their badges on them, more time they insist on wearing them doof doof boots that they have. (laughs) So they always want you. There's always an air that police people give off even when they're in in their civvies. So I refuse to believe that he was just off in in your mindset. And even if he was off duty, what the fuck does that mean? Had he been fired? from the force no he's still part of the police force so whether on or off duty he's still a policeman right so that was still committed under you lot's name so what now and i i just hate it so um it says here the human remains found um by police in woodland area by ashford ken are those of missing woman sarah everard police have confirmed the remains were found on wednesday evening but were unidentified until friday afternoon wayne cousins 48 the serving metropolitan police officer who was arrested on suspicion of murder remains in custody and appeared in court on saturday morning he was previously detained on tuesday for suspicion of kidnap everard a marketing executive vanished after leaving a friend's house in clapham at about 9 p.m on the third of march um it says here that um the metropolitan police issued an appeal over miss everard's disappearance and released a cctv image of her police said that she was thought to have walked through clapham common after leaving her friend's flat heading towards her home in brixton the journey should have taken around 50 minutes police released footage showing um um taken from a private doorbell type camera this is what's interesting about them ring cameras but i won't talk about them now and miss everard's walking home and walking along the a205 pointers road towards tulse hill south of brixton it is unclear if she reached home she was last seen wearing a green rain jacket navy blue trousers with a white diamond pattern turquoise and orange trainers and was thought to have been wearing green earphones in a white beanie hat I think it's interesting that they described to us what um, Sarah was wearing because every time people would tell us about, oh, um, well, you know, that happened to a woman. She was, somebody was violent towards a woman and woman experienced um, gendered violence. Oh my God, what was she wearing? What was she wearing? This is somebody that was dressed brightly. Everything that you said that they should do. Walking Just for well. the cold, in fact. Right. On top of that, on top of that, we say, we say to women, oh no, women shouldn't be out late, you know, stay in your house. Mm-hmm. Nine o'clock is not late. If anybody tries to argue with me on this, right. I will literally, die. like, don't try me. Nine, o- 9 p.m. is not late. Yeah. And I'm sure she probably even left that, um, left the house at that time because she maybe they were all conscious of, oh, oh no, don't I'm go out too late. Too yeah, late. Yeah, 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 yeah. This might run until too late. Yeah. So let me go now. Nine o'clock is not late. So it's just like, what can you do then? I don't even know. I feel like this is so, it's so kind of confusing for me in a way. I'm just like, I don't even, I, I, I couldn't, I can't put myself in that position. I don't know what it felt like. Yeah, it's just crazy to me. Sorry. 9 p.m. Wow. 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 And to think that this, like how quickly this happened. She just disappeared in London. It just feels like, oh gosh. In, in London, Clapham, Brixton. You're heading big, to Brixton. Big London. And they go on to say um, that the Met Police confirmed that the officer suspected of murdering Miss Everard was accused of, well, now he's been charged, was accused of exposing himself not just once, but twice at a South London fast food restaurant three days before her disappearance. Sounds like Morley's. Both allegations are the subject of an independent office for police conduct. IOPC, I think, are bullshit anyway, but okay, you can take it to them if you want to. Yes. And the Met said on 28th of February, the Met created a crime report in relation to two separate indecent exposure incidents at a fast food restaurant in South London. It would be inappropriate to comment further given the IOPC investigation. Um, He's now been charged with kidnap and murder. 
and um that he's been taken to hospital for a second time in 48 hours for treatment to a fresh head injury sustained in custody. He was then again discharged and returned to police custody. So I hope that what they're saying is that they beat him up. But who knows? In some ways, I hope they didn't. And I hope they didn't beat him up. It's just a dangerous precedent to set. Because we'll start, we'll we'll be, we'll be like, um, he deserves more than that. I Mm. feel like he he needs to go to prison and get beat up by the prisoners. But police officers, (laughs) no, police officers should not be doing that. Because it's a dangerous precedent to set. If we we start saying, oh, yeah, yeah, beat beat people up in the... No, beat yourselves. Yeah. I'm saying beat yourselves. Don't go and beat, yeah, 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 I don't want you to go and beat civilians. Beat yourselves. Because he is a disgrace and he's he's an embarrassment to the rest of you lot. So if you lot were beating him because of the disgrace that he's brought upon you lot, fine. fine. I'm not, never, ever, we're going to go and beat because I'm even going to talk about civilians um, later on. But never are we saying go and beat civilians. But if you want to beat one of your own for being this horrendous, yes. I, I would. this is Fine. one of them cases where I can turn a blind eye. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure all of them are feeling the type of way, like you're fucking it up for the rest of us. Like, yes. why, are you, why would you do that? Because they're under scrutiny and critique as much as um, already as it is. And then you've now brought this on top of it as well. It's an absolute madness. <sighs> but Cressida Dick, you can go suck your mother, you absolute fucking dickhead. Because I don't understand why you'd think that it's okay to then go and say to people, oh, he was off duty at the time it's like what does that what's what kind of precedent is that setting yeah what's that so they're allowed to do this because they weren't they weren't what about the officers who have been on duty and have been violent towards women what about that sarah reed was we saw her on cctv around what was it 2013 where she was accused of shoplifting a policeman brucking her up and it was caught on cctv what did he get for doing that to her he got community service you know so things police being violent to women is nothing new police being violent to black women specifically is nothing new but you lot have turned a blind eye so again I have to say, like, absolute fuck you to everybody that suddenly you lot were able to create infographics and were able to do everything when it was concerning Sarah Everard. Like, the news and papers, everybody was able to cover this because it was a a pretty um, blonde um, white woman who had gone missing and then we found out that she'd been murdered and by, of all people, a police officer. So I understand and I feel so, so heartbroken for the fact that this happened. I can't help but feel also heartbroken for the fact that black women... When the, um, what's it, Nicole and um, Biba were killed and murdered in a park, again, a park. So I want them to go and check if anything's related. But they were in Wembley. They were murdered in a park. Policemen arrived at the scene. Two policemen took selfies next to their dead bodies and they sent it to the group chat. So that didn't get the coverage that it, it needed. That that wasn't covered in the way that it w- that was necessary so again like black women have been knowing black people have been knowing that the police move in very very mad ways so then suddenly they move mad about a white woman and then wow suddenly i see that you lot do have volume but when it's about something that you care about rah you lot could meet that quickly you lot could break rules to go outside and gather for a vigil but when we're doing Black Lives Matter protests, why are they outside? Why are they doing all of that? Why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? And in fact, the Duchess of Cambridge could take herself maskless during a pandemic to go and stand there and be at this um, vigil with all of you lot. She wanted her face to be seen. She very want, much wanted to be there. So everyone knows like, oh yeah, you know, she's supporting this. What, has she given that energy to any black women who have who have died, who have been killed? No. Okay, then I just think that it's really, really interesting now that then the police are drapesing up white women and suddenly white women are like, raw police are dangerous. <laughs> really? Nice. Really? Really? 
like I said, there's a reckoning taking place where you're going to realize that the structures that you've been complicit within are going to turn against you, are turning against you. And then we're going to see where you have the vim. And then you're going to have to turn to black women and be like, oh, help me again to show me how how to do this and and what will be funny is that this time in history will not go down that you lot started any revolution that had been happening before you decided to wake the fuck up i'm gonna let you know that one for free period oh it's blessing rest in peace blessing and i still want investigation and done into a blessing's disappearance from was it in brighton so she took a walk right yep she took a shake she was taking a walk by the beach and she was on the phone at the time um, to her boyfriend, I think it was. And she said, oh, you know, just a minute. And then she was found there. Her slippers were found there. Um, and that was it. They were just like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's 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 blessing. I'm even trying to find um, details about what happened to her. Because for the fact that the police could say that there was no investigation needed, that's what blows my mind. Mm. Blessing Olushegun was found dead on the um on the beach near Galley Hill just before six a.m. on September the eighteenth. She was one week. She was on a one week placement working as a living carer for the elderly at the time. Um, just um, so yeah. So then they go on to say, um, I'm trying to find the twenty two year old. Well, I'm trying to find where they described what happened. They're talking about how it's been a month. But basically she was on the phone to her boyfriend. I just thought it was weird as how they just, they just danced past it. Yeah, it was just like, oh, um, we just, there's nothing for us to look at here. Um, You know, we can, we can just let this one go. Um, And they've ruled it as, yeah, there's nothing further to to, to look into. Blessing Olushegan, 21 of Elton, was discovered 60 miles away in Bexhill near Galley Hill at 6.20 a.m. Miss Olushegan's death was unexplained, though not, currently suspicious sussex police said this was at the time but then they said it wasn't suspicious at all um her mother is demanding to know why her beautiful gorgeous and talented daughter died on september 18th um business and finance student um miss olushegan was on a one-week placement as a living carer for elderly dementia patients at a home run by um aging care in bexhill cctv shows her walking towards the beach around 1 a.m but not what happened next miss olushegan was speaking on the phone to her boyfriend and a close friend and told him to stay on the line Police found her iPhone and slippers a few meters from her body. Um, her mum said, I'm devastated beyond words. I spoke to Blessing the day before and she was fine. And um, then the police came to say she was dead. A member of the public saw her body on the beach early in the morning. I'm a mother and I need to know what happened to my daughter. Did she come to harm? Blessing did not have any friends in Bexhill. All of them are in London. She was only supposed to be there for a week. She had so much to do in her life. Now I will not see her mature into a beautiful, gorgeous and talented woman. I know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um... So, yeah, they left that. They left that. They left that. They put that to the side. Um, They just said, yeah, don't think anything suspicious there. You don't think anything suspicious about the fact that she was on the phone to her boyfriend and a friend at the time. And she said to them, hold on a second. And then boom, she's gone. But, oh, when it's so if she were white, you would have had suspicions. You would have looked into it. So I just bring that up to say that if we're going to be out here truly, truly talking about the the ways that violence is inflicted upon women in this society, let's understand that when black women, um, brown women have been saying, when marginalized communities have been saying that this has been happening, a lot of white women tapped in and out. In fact, you lot were talking about allyship fatigue when it was just <laughs> posting a black square last summer, but suddenly you had energy, you had stamina when you felt that the person looked like you and you could relate. So to that, I just say a massive 
straws straws for everybody because i if you can't keep the same energy then i don't fuck with you as far as i'm concerned period that's that that's it for this week thank you so much for listening this has been sym officially known as say your mind unofficially known as what what that's right suck your mom um you can follow me on at kolechnikov at say your mind pod you can support the uh podcast on patreon.com forward slash kolechnikov and you could follow me on twitter and instagram that's sadiq ojn perfect so i've been kolechnikov and that's it for this week thank you so much thank y'all peace it's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this so Sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea We are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind